The following is an exclusive sports presentation of the iSchool Sports Network. This is Hanley Tiger Football. Tonight's broadcast is powered by the Knowles Group, fueled by Southern Union State Community College, and brought to you by WM Grocery, State Farm Agent Ken Seifert, First Bank of Alabama, Trailers Retirement Community, by Southwire, Meadows Farm Equipment, First Bank, Good Guys Exterior, Main Street Animal Hospital, Bama Diesel, Emergency Medical Transport, Lowry Drugs and Gifts, by Corner One, Farm Boy Sports Grill, Ray Bucks, Wellborn Cabinets, Ace Hardware, Quattlebaum Funeral Home, EAC Pharmacy, ML Aubrey's, by Air Control, Randolph County Mobile Homes, Abanda Cafe, Russell Dewitt Center, Elite Rehab, Reliance Realty, Mike Phil's Body Shop, Daniel Towing, by OK Tire Store, Homestar Mortgage, the Lori Brown Team, Roger Bell Auto Brokers, Express Chicken and Fish, Tanner Medical Center, East Alabama, and by The Car Clinic. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or retransmission of tonight's presentation in any form is strictly prohibited without the express written consent of the iSchool Sports Network and the Hanley High School Athletic Department. This is the iSchool Sports Network. And good evening. Welcome to our broadcast here from Volunteer Stadium on the campus of the Clay Central High Central Clay. I'm going to just go Central with, High School. I'm just going to go with Simplify. Clay. Clay Central. Clay Central. There you go. Yeah, that's a mouthful. But uh, welcome to our broadcast tonight where our Hanley Tigers, uh, number four in Class 4A, will be taking on the volunteers of Clay County, uh, who are ranked number nine in Class 5A. Uh, I am Chris May. I'll be handling the play-by-play -play duties tonight, uh, along with Tim Altork, the Randolph leader, will be with me handling color analysis. We have our Mike Fields man on the field, Bryant Whaley, back with us this week, uh, handling the sideline duties. And as always, we have uh, Lon Hurst, our audio producer. We will not be having video tonight due to the inclement weather uh, here on the road tonight in Clay uh, County. Uh, of course, Adam Slay is not with us tonight. Adam is uh, Adam's had a tough month and a half. Had some health issues and uh, had another uh, hiccup this week. But uh, he is at home uh, recuperating, getting ready for the playoffs, and that's what we need him back for next week. So Tim and I will be bringing the call for you here in just a few minutes. But uh, before we get uh, into the rest of our pregame show, uh, Tim Itor is going to sit down with head coach Larry Strain to get his take on the, the state of the program and uh, what's coming up tonight here. Uh, as we take on the volunteers of Clay Central. Right after the, the coaches show in about uh, 18 or 19 minutes with the rest of our pregame show. It's time for the Coach Larry Strain Show, presented by Strain Construction, Strain Asphalt and Paving, and Strain Utilities. Now, along with Hanley Head Football Coach Larry Strain, here's Tim Altork. It is the Coach Larry Strange Show. I'm your host, Tim Altor, getting ready for the final game of the regular season. Hanley coming in with a record of 7-1, and one, looking for that eighth win to close out the regular season against Clay Central. And, Coach, we've had some, some turns of events that have taken place this week that have worked in your favor. Uh, before we get into the details of that, just is there a sense of relief for you knowing that, that your situation has improved a little bit going into the playoffs? Well, I mean, you know, we felt like that we'd already done the things to get us in the playoffs, you know, it, during our region play. For, uh, but uh, 
it always helps when your bracket's a little bit easier in the playoffs than what it would been previously. And I know we'll probably discuss that here in just a minute. But uh, as a relief, I don't know if it's a relief, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a concern. And I think I said it last week on my show that, uh, you know, you're going to have to play the man. You're going to have to play them all at some point anyway, and you're going to play a good football team. Yeah, some, sometimes you may have to play two or three good football teams and maybe not have to play that many according to your bracket. But you, but you, they're still going to have winners, and somebody's going to still come out of that same bracket that if I win, I'm still going to have to face. And it's probably going to be a pretty good team anyway. <laughs> yes. All right, we'll dive into the details of that. We're dancing around it, but we'll, we'll dig into it and, and get, let you know more about exactly what we're talking about in terms of Hanley's playoff positioning. Uh, it comes as a result of a situation that came out of Aniston earlier this week, and we'll talk about that as well, uh, the forfeits in Aniston that have affected Hanley also. And, of course, we'll turn our attention to tonight's opponent, the Volunteers of Clay Central and head coach Danny Horn, as Hanley goes over the line, we'll take them on in, as I said, the season regular season finale. More with Coach Strain right after this. Strain Asphalt and Paving is the company that sets the bar for asphalt and pavement maintenance contractors. Serving East Central Alabama, Strain has the crew, the equipment, and experience to exceed your expectations with a competitive price. Whether you're looking for a driveway for your home or a parking lot for your business or church, Strain Asphalt and Paving. Call Dave Strain for a free estimate, 334-534-0236. All right, Coach, let's start talking about this, this Aniston situation, uh, the news that broke this week. Aniston forced to forfeit two games. What can you tell us about what you know about what led to this decision from the AHSAA for them to lose the Jacksonville and Ohatchee victories? Well, well, we'll start, start off, start of the season, immediately we, we heard the rumor in the first three ball games that Aniston played that they did not have a single kid on their roster in Dragonfly, which Dragonfly being our eligibility software basically so everybody calls it dragonfly because that's what it's called but uh obviously that's that's a pure case of our sign that something is up in those first three games it makes you as a coach look at it and uh and i actually heard that all three schools and i think that was you know mumford uh jacksonville and ohatchee they played in them first three games and several of the coaches had already contacted me dealing with this situation and asking what I knew. But, you know, I didn't play Aniston until late in the season, until game eight in the season. And so uh, it really wasn't a, a, a factor to me at that point because they hadn't played nobody illegally or, or against me yet there. So this investigation has started all the way back from week two in the football, or maybe even week one. But I know week two the investigation started. Now, but it comes down to the case of what you can prove. And, uh, and I think in this case, uh, it was a running back from Welburn that transferred over to um, Aniston that played for Welburn last year. And uh, I think that what it boiled down to, which I know there's some other details that I know of, but uh, it boiled down to, and I actually talked to one of Aniston coaches, said he was a half a credit short on the academic rule, and he played in those two games, you know, in, in the Ohatchee game and in the Jacksonville game that, that was easy enough to prove. And I think that's what ended up getting them. And it helps you because they forfeit a, the game against Jacksonville that they won on the field. That now becomes a loss for them, and it knocks them down in the standings. So now instead of Hanley being the number two team in the region, you're now number one. And we started talking about it at the top of the show, but now your path, there's no easy path through the playoffs, but now your path, uh, not perhaps as difficult because of some of the teams you won't have to face, namely teams like American Christian that were set up to be your second round, Viger that was set up to be your third round, 
Now you won't see those teams till later off in the playoffs. You sit back and say, okay, we caught a break. You know, we, we've got a little bit better uh, way through these playoffs, right? Now. Well, for, first of all, there's a three-way tie for first, and it goes by tiebreakers to break. So who's who's really the best team or who's the really champ? Obviously, there has to be some way. And one of those ways of the 26 tiebreakers is a coin flip. <laughs> now, how does a coin flip mean that one of them is really – so that, that it, it, so, so my point is, you know, there was a three-way tie. We lost to Aniston. Right. But, you know – Cherokee County beat them, and we beat Cherokee County. So, anyway. But, yes, it does make our bracket a, a little Your point slow. being that despite all of this, you're still a worthy region champion because you, you were essentially equals with it, Equal with everybody yeah. else. We right. had to go to tiebreaker to, exactly. to determine. You know, yeah. everybody keeps discussing the, this whole matter and a lot of the articles that I looked at. Oh, they look like us in Cherokee County is some – not deserving of being in that spot. Like Aniston just ran the table. Aniston ran the table, destroyed us all. (laughs) Which is not the case. Which is not the case. You know, we jump off sides going for two to win the ball game. And and, and I'm not – no sour grapes, whatever. They beat us. That's that's the way the game was played, and that's what happened. But it does make our road in the playoffs somewhat easier. If you say that it is easier, because you're going to play the same amount of games, it probably helps us playing at home more than it does – playing on the road before you were going to have to go to, and, and, and I don't know how good any of these, to, to be honest with you, but you was, I was going to be, if I was the two seed, I was going to be put in the bracket basically with the first round game against Viger and ACA out of Tuscaloosa, which is a um, American Christian out of Tuscaloosa. Then you're probably going to have to play Aniston in the fourth round, fourth round. So if you say there's, there's a cupcake anywhere on our schedule <laughs> on the other side, I don't know that to be the case. And the reason being is, now that I am the one seed, that if I was the two seed, I was probably going to have to travel to just about every one of those spots is what it boils down to. Now, now we're in a bracket where we get to play at home, which we would have played at home the first round game as well. But now you have, we play, if we happen to beat Geneva, we play the winner of um, Bibb County and Mobile Christian. Well, if you go back and look at the playoffs last year, you know, both those schools, you know, we're very talented. Last year, we had to play Bibb County here in the third round, and they they were, you know, a, a very tough opponent. And Mobile Christian was the only one, if I'm not, I remember correctly, that made it past the first round. I may be wrong on that because we won three of the four games last year. Our region did against their region because we matched up against Region One in the first round. We played Viger, who happened to be the toughest team we probably played. In all the playoffs, well, last they were year. an up and coming team. And they at were that up, point. And yeah. we, we knew they were very, very talented. So, if that is a blessing to play Mobile Christian in Bibb County, I don't know <laughs> at, at this point. But, but there again, it, it does give us a better chance because of the position being on the top of the bracket compared to them. That if travel is equal, they're going to that second round game comes to us. Now, Mobile Christian is going to have travel. So, if Mobile Christian was to win. And that game is Bibb County. I'm going to have to go to Mobile, providing that we beat um, Geneva at that point. But now you have your third-round game that is probably going to end up being Aniston again because now Aniston is the four seed, and they separate. They put the one and the four, if you know anything about the way you properly draw brackets. You want in fours in the in one part of the bracket and the two and the three, and it's supposed to be an easier road for the one seed. But in this case, you know, it's probably the toughest way to have to play because that that's you know Aniston is really an up-and-coming team very talented team that means we'd have to square off with them in in the third round and and the upside of that though and another thing that sort of swings to your advantage 
is that you would be the higher seed if you did cross paths with Aniston again. That game would, would be at home no matter what. That's so. right. So that gives you a possibility of having three straight playoff. But you know, that's a lot of wins and people <laughs> not getting upset in order for that to happen. But the truth is the, t- the people that's getting the bad end of the stick on this whole thing is St. James. St. James is a, a school that is – they're their one seed. They're the region champion. They, and, uh, I think they've got one loss, but they were undefeated in their region. Now they're going to have to play somebody that was tied first in the first round of the playoffs. And, you know, and that's, that's just pretty tough to do that. And I've known some situations before that this has happened. Um, I know it's happened with Hoover and Oxford years ago, and I forgot who the team was. That somebody got caught playing an eligible player, and they were undefeated and blowing everybody out. Now they went to the four seed, you know. And that's just a tough matchup for a team that matchup. won its region. It's not a true four what, like you expect right. to see. And that's that goes back to what you're talking about, about teams being even just because of a tiebreaker. So right. uh, all that down the road as the playoffs approach. We've still got one more game in the regular season. Clay Central coming up. We'll talk about them when we come back right after this. For lander site preparation, call the boys at Strain Construction Company. From new home construction to lake lots, chicken houses, grading, ponds, or utility piping, they can dig it. Strain Construction Company, 256-357-2340. That's 256-357-2340. They're hardworking boys that'll get the job done right with some big kid toys. Backhoes, bulldozers, and graders. Located in the New Hope community between Wadawi and Woodland. Strain Construction Company. They'll move the earth to please you. All right, back with Coach. We're talking about Clay Central, the season regular season finale. And, Coach, they have something to play for in this game. They are, again, a part of a three-way tie for first place in their region are the Central Volunteers and Danny Horn. If they beat you, I know the tiebreaker for them, if, if they beat you, then they will earn the number one seed out of their region. And I say that to set up this question, and this is just sort of a big-picture question for you as a coach. When you have something tangible like that to play for, does it give you any kind of advantage going into a game like that? In, in some reflect, in some situations, I would say yes. It it, it probably is going to affect them, you know, from the pregame speech to what Coach Horn is going to say to the first. They say the pregame speech is only good for about the third, first three or four plays of the game. Um, I, I would say that that would be a definite. But you know, you got to look at it on our side. We're still stressing to our kids that we got to play better, and we we got to. We feel like we are a talented team that has not reached their potential by no means, and and uh, so. We feel like that we got some things we still got to accomplish and get, and get done, and you know, and that's the last really tune-up game. And this is not a tune-up game in the sense that you're playing a give me. I'm not meaning that by no means, but uh, it's kind of a measuring stick when you go play the Vigors of the world and you go play, you know, the ACAs of the world. Matter of fact, if you go back and look, who who did Danny Horn have to compete against to win the state championship? Game his first one back at Clay Central it was Viger. It was Viger, that's right. It was Viger. Yeah. So uh, I remember watching that game. But uh, so it's just a good measure stick um, for us, really. And I, th- I think the motivation is is there for them, but I think it is there for us as to, too. Because one, I think we've lost four times in a row now to Clay Central. Uh, you know, they call this our rival game since us in Randolph County don't play anymore and really don't have any rivals um, other than outside maybe Lynette. Um, so then I think our kids will be, be ready to play, and I don't think it would be the difference in the game. I really do not believe it will be that. All right, win or lose, even with that in mind, 
it's a, it is an important way to get you ready for the playoffs, play a quality team. But it, really, honestly, when it's all done, the only thing that will change in your situation is the number on the win column or the number on the loss column. There's nothing that's going to affect your outcome with this game. But when you think about who it is, like you said, a rival, Clay Central, uh, a Hall of Fame coach, Danny Horner, man, you've gone across the sideline from several times in your career. What, what is, with all that part of it, what does it mean to you, Larry Strain, as a coach, to play in a game like that where the outcome may not impact your season, but you have those those intangible factors? Well, you know, me and Danny happen to be very good friends, and, and uh, I don't know, I ain't beat him too many times in my career, to be honest with you. <laughs> not but, many people have. Not many people have, but, uh, but, it, but, but the point being that, you know, it is still a game to us. And, you know, and that's the reason why you're in this business to start with. It's a competitive thing. And, and I've said many times in my life, if I'm throwing rocks at a sign, me and you are throwing rocks, if you hit it more times than I do, then I'm pissed off at you. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just, just, just the way that it is, and I think it's the, it's the, the competitive. He's probably the same. And way. He's, he's the same way, you know. It's, it's the competitive nature that what gets you, and you know, and it's good for our two communities. To be honest with you, it's something that you know the, the Clay County folks and the Hanley folks can can look at. But I say one thing that that I do know this, and I know it from the Clay County folks. As soon as that game's over, probably some of our biggest fans was Clay County folks. It's not what one of these rivals like you see in the Alabama Auburn game that you know Auburn folks just never want Alabama to win, and Alabama folks don't never want Auburn to win. It is kind of the same program in in the two schools. We mirror each other. You know, so closely, and in in Horn is Coach Horn has mentioned that fact to me before, and you know I may step on some other schools' toes toes by saying this. But I remember last year, Danny didn't know that if he was going to coach another year, he had some decisions to make. But uh, he commented and he told me before the game last year that he appreciated the things that I did and what I stood for, and what he was meaning by was we try to run our programs right, not that we don't make mistakes. We do. But there's so many schools out there that are recruiting kids to come in there. Danny Horn takes those kids that live in Clay County, and he does a wonderful job with them and makes them so competitive they've won all these state championships. And that's the same thing that we're trying to do here. I'm not picking up the I don't have no search committee that goes out <laughs> and hunts kids from other places when we won a state championship last year, which I don't know what the stats are. I'm sure we had some move-ins at some point in their career. But most of those kids went to school and started kindergarten and, and over there at Nine Inlow, and they were true Hanley Tigers and lived in the city of Roanoke. And that's something to boast about, in my opinion, not boasting for myself, but for the type of programs that we have. Because other people and other programs are looking for the instant fix. You know, and, and I can name them just boom, right off the top, top of my head. And, and, it's, in, and it's in numerous sports. And, um, and I think that's what the major problem with, you know, Alabama High School is facing right now because these folks that are recruiting kids that go from other school and this this year is no different than any other year. Matter of fact, it's gotten worse to be honest with you. But I think that's what the uh, that's that's what this game means in between us and them um, because we're we're two programs that are trying to do it right. And if you go back and look at the last five years, for the last five years, one of these teams has won a state championship. There ain't many people can say that. That's exactly right. And I think to your point with that also. And this is just my speculation, but I think the communities take pride more in the program when they know it's their kids that have come up through the through the system. It's your sons and your brothers and your cousins and your family that have all come up through these programs, and it's two programs that are very similar. I, I truly believe that. And, and the fans, like you said, are going to pull for those kids that are, that are kin to them, right. that, that are their people. And it's, it's a little harder to cheer for somebody if you don't know who they are. <laughs> That's, right. That's a very good point. All right, we'll take one more break. Come back with Coach Larry Strain, wrap things up right after this. 
When you need dirt or gravel delivery for commercial or residential building or landscaping projects, there's no need to take on the heavy lifting or mess by yourself. Call Wayne Strain at Strain Trucking, 256-610-3043. Strain Trucking will haul, dump, and distribute dirt to your site, always at a competitive rate. They have bulldozers, backhoe, excavator, and trencher service available, too. For the best in dirt and gravel hauling, call Strain Trucking at 256-610-3043. All right, before we go, Coach, it's been a great show talking about some, some big stuff. Uh, but I do want to give a shout-out to Brian Joyner and his, his honor as uh, being selected to the North-South All-Star Game. Tell us a little bit about uh, what he's done in his handling career and, and how he was able to earn this, this honor. As well, well this first of all, if you go back, back to last season, he was probably our unsung hero on the offensive line, and he was the one that you know, never seemed to get his name called out on defense. And you go back to look at that state championship game, you know, he had some huge plays. You know, he controlled that de- helped control that defensive front. His side, whatever side of his right or left he was playing on, he anchored that spot down and basically the team couldn't go over there on that side. And I think that's what really has helped him to get to the point to be recognized in this north-south game. And plus, you know, he, he's still unsigned senior, so that gives him another opportunity to get out there and showcase his talents. And maybe somebody take a chance on him and give him an opportunity to go play, you know, college. Now hopefully he goes into that game as a two-time state champion. And that <laughs> that's one. true. Long way to go for Hanley uh, in that regard, but that's going to do it for this edition of the Coach Larry Strange Show. Folks, stay tuned for the Hanley pregame show, Hanley Clay Central, coming up. Right after this, thanks to Coach Strain. Thanks for listening, everybody. So long. The Coach Larry Strain Show has been presented by Strain Construction, Strain Asphalt and Paving, and Strain Utilities. Stay tuned for more pregame coverage of Hanley Tiger football on the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Tonight's iSchool Sports Network broadcast is powered by the Knowles Group. For all your investment and financial planning needs, call Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. And welcome back to our broadcast here. About 24 minutes before kickoff here at Volunteer Stadium at Clay Central High School. Uh, Tim, great stuff always with Coach Strange. You sit down with him each week, have a different perspective on the program. And uh, he talked a lot about tonight in the Coach's Show about uh, he and Coach Horn, and uh, they're kind of cut from the same cloth. That, you know, they're just uh, uh, blue-collar guys that don't know but one way to do it, and that's just work hard. And invested in their communities. You know, when Coach Horn came back to uh, to Clay County, that was such a, a, a great moment for this community that we're in right now over here in Lionville and Ashland. And, of course, Larry Strain is, has roots deep in Randolph County and throughout the county and also in Roanoke. So it's good to see those coaches tied to their – to their hometowns and, and doing well at their local high school. Exactly. It's time for our Whitewater Tax by the Numbers Scouting Report. Brought to you by Whitewater Tax CPA Gus McMurray. Here's Lon Hurst with the Whitewater Tax by the Numbers. Lon, what do you got for us this week? Well, thank you, Chris. It's fun to be on the road, even if it's uh, just 45 minutes away and uh, a little bit rainy. But tonight marks our inaugural Whitewater Tax by the Numbers on the road. Ah. So. Uh, since Central of uh, Central High School of Clay County, I even got it written down here. Uh, <laughs> Open this doors to to students in 2012. We've had the privilege to have them on our schedule every year. In 2012 and 13, they were actually in our region in 4A, and we played them in the week seven slot. In 2014, they moved to the up to 5A, and since then they've been in the final game. Uh, non-region slot, and it's definitely become a rivalry game for us. 
In the previous nine matchups, our Tigers have only managed to sandwich together two uh, two wins in the 2015 and 2016 seasons. So we certainly have some catching up to do. Um, but here's where the numbers get big, though. Between Coach Danny Horn and Coach Larry Strain, you've got a combined 56 years of head coaching experience. You got 486 wins. You got 136 playoff games that the two have played in. Won 19 region championships, 12 state championships. Now, two of those are Coach Strange girls basketball state championships, but they're state championships nonetheless. Uh, and they both could have had several more championships, state championships to their names because they've been to the championship game a handful of times and came up short. Uh, one interesting note to make is Coach Strange's most recent state championship, Hanley's most recent state championship, was against the Gordo Green Wave last year. Coach Horn's very first state championship in 1994 when he was at Clay County with the Clay County Panthers was against 2A Gordo Green Wave. How about that? You're getting deep in the numbers. That's all right 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 there. Going back to – but going back to all those combined numbers, I want to make sure I I give credit where credit's due. Coach Horn's numbers are more than double Coach Strange. (laughs) (laughs) But with that being said – there aren't many coaches that have come even close to what Danny Horn has managed to do in his 33 years. And if you go look at the record books, Coach Horn's in the top five of pretty much every category. But I also want to make sure everyone knows that there's a whole heck of a lot of coaches out there that wish they had the record and the accomplishments that Coach Strain has in his 23 years as a head coach. His numbers may not be up there with Coach Horn's, but there's really not a lot of people's that are. So... Um, as far as head-to-head between these two coaches, real quick, Coach Horn holds a, a pretty big advantage there. Strain and Horn have met t- ten times. Seven times were when Coach Strain was at Woodland, and he picked up just one win. He matched up against the Clay uh, County Panthers, uh, and it was in the semifinals of the 2004 playoffs that Coach Strain defeated them 21-20 to in overtime after losing in the regular season to 47-6. to So... The three other seasons that they've matched up have been these past three seasons when Coach Strange's been at Hanley and Coach Horn's been at Clay Central. Uh, and we've gone 0-3 in those three years. So tonight be a good time for Coach Strange to pick up his second win over Coach Horn, not only for bragging rights, but I believe a victory tonight for the Tigers will show us a team that has made some strides and are prepared to go into the playoffs. We know Central Clay County will be playing to win tonight because – they need a victory over us to break the three-way tie in their 5A region and, and give them the number one slot. So it won't be an easy task, but we certainly have the talent to come out on top tonight. With all that, I'll wrap up my whitewater tax by the numbers and turn it over to Tim Altort for a little more. Nice job, Lon. Some good stuff, for some good history, some good numbers between these two teams. Uh, talk, talking about Clay Central, a little bit of a scouting report on them. Uh, when you look at the, the the volunteers, when they have the football, three names that you're going to hear a lot tonight, the, the two running backs, Elisha McNeil, the leading rusher, a senior for them. He's been their main guy for a couple of years. Right behind him, number five, Terry Heflin. Those two guys will get the majority of the carries. And actually their third leading rusher is the quarterback, Clay Yates. And and the, the passing game has sort of failed Clay Central as the season has gone along. They've really turned to the running game. Coming, coming back to the wishbone, a lot of Danny Horn's roots there, uh, and they've been uh, relying on that running game. So that's where their bread and butter is going to be tonight when they have the football. On the other side, when Hanley has the football, 
talking about Clay Central's defense. Just a couple of names put out there. Uh, number 11, E.J. Simmons. He's uh, an edge rusher, a guy that can be disruptive out there, uh, one of the more talented defenders and versatile defenders that they have uh, on that side of the ball. And also, I know you won't be able to watch with us because we're not on video, but a uh, man that stands head and shoulders above everybody out there, number 55, Isaiah Denny, playing on the defensive line, about 6'7", about 260 pounds, another one that will be an eye-catching guy and, and one to watch out for on the defensive side of the ball for Clay Central. Yeah, good stuff, guys. And that's our Whitewater Tax by the Numbers tonight. Since 2003, Gus McMurray has been a CPA providing all types of accounting and tax services to folks in East Alabama and West Georgia with offices in Roanoke and Columbus. Gus McMurray at Gus at whitewater.tax or 334-646-9498. Our keys to victory coming up after these messages. Stay tuned. You're listening to Hanley Football on the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. At Roanoke Hayes Home Center, they love helping you with your projects. They're a full-line, full-service home center, and they hate to say no. Paint, tools, electrical, plumbing, hardware, lawn and garden, power equipment, lumber, roofing, siding, doors, windows, drywall, insulation, they have it all, and much, much more. And if they don't have it on the floor, they'll get it for you promptly. When you want a different level of service, Ace is the place. And remember that low-price guarantee. That's Roanoke Hayes Home Center, Highway 431 Bypass South. These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. It's time for our Keys to Victory, brought to you by Homestar Mortgage, the Lori Brown team. Tim, what's Hannah got to do to get the victory tonight? Two keys to victory fo focused on the passing game on both sides. We just talked about how Central likes to run the football. That's because, as I said, they, they, they have struggled throwing it. And, and I want to talk about uh, some numbers here on the Central passing game. Quarterback Clay Yates completing just 45% of his passes. He's only thrown five touchdown passes all season. Uh, that lack of production has led Central to run more of its passing game through its running back. So those two guys that I mentioned, McNeil and Heflin, if, they, if and when they do throw the ball, what little they do, those guys will sort of be more of the primary targets now at this phase in the season. And the bottom line, basically, for Hanley is to defend the run. If they can do that, if they can slow down Heflin, slow down McNeil, they're going to have a good successful time on the defensive side of the ball for the Hanley Tigers. And on the other side, I know the weather probably is not going to play into this very well, but where Clay Central has been susceptible defensively has been against the pass. And I'll throw some numbers at you there. Uh, Central on defense has given up a total of 14 touchdowns this season uh, against teams not named Pleasant Grove. They sort of fell apart in that game. But out of, outside of that game, 14 touchdowns that they've allowed. Eight of those 14 have come through the air. So teams have been able to find some weakness in that passing game, in that secondary for Clay Central. If the weather cooperates, if the ball's not slick, Hanley with its good group of receivers and quarterbacks that are completing over 65% of their passes, they should have a good shot to exploit that weakness. And there you have it. Those are our keys to victory. Find the easiest way home with the Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage, licensed in Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. Call the Lori Brown team today at Homestar Mortgage, 334-863-4052. Stay tuned for our State Farm starting lineups along with our Dr. Don's Air Control game night weather forecast. You're listening to Hanley Tiger Football on the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. 
There's a little oasis at the intersection of Highway 431 and South Main Street in Roanoke. They call it Corner One. Locals know it as a place to drop by for a cold fountain drink and a snack, and as a place for some friendly conversation from what's the weather going to do to Henley Athletics. Corner One is kind of like country come to town. It has the feel of the old community mom and pop gas stations. Owner John Glass sees to that. There are lots of places to get gas and snacks in these parts, but only one Corner One. Stop by and fuel up today. Corner One, intersection of Highway 431 and South Main in Roanoke. Did you know there's a Did you know there's a place where you can get good neighborhood service and surprisingly great rates on home and auto insurance? Yep, and the place is Tada! State Farm. Here's the deal. State Farm agent Ken Seifert is your go-to agent in Roanoke for the service you deserve at a price you want. Stop shopping around. State Farm agent Ken Seifert has you covered. Call 334-863-2610 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And back here tonight with our State Farm starting lineups brought to you by State Farm agent Ken Seifert. For all your insurance needs, call State Farm in Roanoke, 334-863-2610. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tim, give us our starters on defense tonight for the Hanley Tigers. Hanley Tigers up front defensively in the middle. It'll be nose guard Braxton Morton on the ends to Marion Phillips, Brian Joyner, Linebacking core, Coy White, Aiden O'Neill, Amaje Williams, Quade Lewis, that's your four linebackers. And then in the secondary, the corners, Maurice Cameron, Cannon Kyles, safeties, Jay Haynes, and Jordan West. And that's how they'll line up defensively for the Hanley Tigers tonight. Offensively on uh, tonight for Hanley. Left to right across the front, left tackle to Marion Phillips. This is a shakeup, so stay tuned on this on this uh, offensive line. Another shakeup tonight. Left tackle to Marion Phillips. Left guard, Brian Joyner. Center is going to be Will Thompson tonight. The right guard, Eli Gabriel. And the right tackle, big D, Ladarius Johnson. Backs and receivers, you got the receivers. Jordan West, Quade Lewis, Maurice Cameron. The running backs, Jay Haynes, Tay Meadows. And the quarterbacks, probably see both of them tonight. Ty Fetner and Cannon Kyles uh, calling the snaps back there at quarterback. State Farm Agent Ken Seifert presents our starting lineups. Go by the office at 341 Main Street in Roanoke. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Stay tuned for our Dr. Don's Air Control game night weather forecast just ahead here on the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Quattlebaum Funeral Home is proud to be family owned and operated with a long-standing tradition of providing caring and compassionate services. Here when you need us since 1930, 91 years of service in your time of need. Providing pre-arrangement or at-need funeral services to family satisfaction. Handling all types of cemetery work from headstones to coping walls. Quattlebaum Funeral Home serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Our family serving yours during your time of need. WM Grocery, WM Grocery with four locations serving East Alabama. A full daily open seven days a week. Be sure to download the WM Grocery app from the App Store or Google Play. Download and save today with the WM Grocery app where the deals of the week are included. Make your shopping list and earn points for even more savings. Every Tuesday is Senior Day featuring 10% off for seniors. Watch out for Monday Madness and Friday Flash. Make shopping easy at WM Grocery, Heflin, Piedmont, Roanoke, and we know Oh, you just want to go straight into It's time now for the air control Dr. Don's game night weather forecast. 
Air Control in Roanoke, your heating and cooling MVP for many years. Air Control installs quality, affordable carrier systems and has experienced technicians that are trained to repair and maintain any HVAC system. Visit Air Control today at their new office located at 4547 Highway 431 in Roanoke or call 863-7700. Remember, if you had called Air Control, you'd be cool by now. Air Control, Alabama license number 92297. With the Air Control game night weather forecast, here's Dr. Dom. Will it be a trick or treat forecast tonight in Volunteer Stadium as the Hanley Tigers hit the road to take on the Central Clay County Volunteers? It could be tricky with a few patches of drizzle, light showers, and fog. The treat will be the cool fall temperatures. A 20% chance of showers, mostly cloudy with an overnight low of 48. Kickoff temperature 50, halftime 49, and will start the fourth quarter at 48 degrees. Dew point 49, wind chill factor 46, relative humidity 100%. Wind out of the west at 8 and gusty, sky covers 78%. And there's your GameCast forecast for tonight's game between Hanley and Central Clay in Lineville from Dr. Don's Weather. Check us out online at drdonwx.com. Let's play ball! This is the iSchool Sports Network. And welcome back to our broadcast here from Volunteer Stadium at Clay Central High School. We're about nine minutes away from kickoff. Had uh, senior night festivities here in pregame. I think they allowed uh, them to have just a few more minutes to get that done. Had a lot of senior football players, band members, and cheerleaders. So I uh, wanted to afford them, of course, that opportunity to recognize those young people and their achievements over the course of their high school career. But like I said, we're uh, just under nine minutes away from kickoff and uh, this big uh, uh, non-region matchup, uh, week 10 uh, of the high school football season where our Hanley Tigers rank 4A in class, uh, rank number four in class 4A along uh, playing the volunteers of uh, Clay Central who are ranked ninth in 5A classification. And uh, Tim, a uh, big matchup here tonight for both of these squads, a lot on the line for the the volunteers of uh, Clay Central. And then, of course, our Hanley Tigers want to get tuned up, uh, ready for the playoffs. Yeah, and we haven't really said specifically yet what is on the line for Central. And really the situation is simple. We may, we, I may have touched that on, on in the pre, in the coaches' show. Um, but here they are currently tied, a three-way tie for first place in the region uh, with uh, Silicaga and Tallahassee. And so if Central wins tonight, Basically, all the wins that Hanley has accumulated over the course of the season will play in Central's favor. They'll win that three-way tie and become region champions. So, really, all that to say that if Central wins tonight, they're the region champions in their region, and uh, and that's what's on the line for them. So, certainly some motivation for the volunteers tonight. Exactly. A lot, a lot on the line for both squads here tonight. We're going to step away and uh, uh, hear well, from some of our advertisers. And I want to ask Bryant, Bryant, what's the uh, field condition down there? <laughs> of course, the one game I'm back from six weeks in the press box. It's uh, beautiful weather down here. It's still raining. It's windy. It's cool. So, be interested to see how these two teams adapt to these uh, these uh, glorious weather conditions down here. And that's our Mike Fields man on the field, Bryant Whaley. Mike Fields man on the field report brought to you by Mike Fields Body Shop, 1234 Industrial Avenue, 863-2702. Both teams are taking the field. We're going to step away and hear from some of our advertisers. We'll be back with a coin toss right after this. You're listening to Hanley Tiger Football on the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. 
Planning for your retirement, funding your children's education, or building a legacy to leave your family does not have to be scary or complicated. The Knowles Group has over 20 years of experience helping families in Randolph County achieve their financial goals, and we would love to help you achieve yours. We have the experience and the expertise necessary to help you navigate the world of financial planning for any stage of life. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. The Knowles Group, 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Come into a family-friendly atmosphere at Lowry Drugs and Gifts, a full-service pharmacy offering unique, fun, and memorable gift items, women's and children's clothing, even a bridal registry. You will find a pharmacist eager to share their expert knowledge, and if your doctor prescribes a medicine that your insurance won't pay for, they will gladly offer you a covered equivalent. For your convenience, a covered drive through is also offered. Lowry Drugs and Gifts, 3705 Highway 431, Roanoke, Alabama, 863-6337. Some things change, but not First Bank, where quality customer service remains the same. First Bank's Go Mobile app, allowing customers access to their accounts on the go. Home loans with longer terms, no minimum loan amounts, all types of loans you need service from the local branches. Just another reason you'll like banking with us. First Bank in Roanoke on Highway 431 next to Burger King and branches in Wadley, Hollis Crossroads, Rockford, and Goodwater. You'll like banking with us. Member FDIC. And that was your national anthem performed by the volunteer band of uh, Clay Central High School here about four minutes before kickoff, Tim. Uh, got uh, both squads uh, taking the field. Uh, we'll get uh, ready for the kickoff in just a moment to see who the, the Hanley captains are making their way down here. It looks like it's going to be number 15, Ty Fetner, along with seven, Cannon Kyles, number three, Quade Lewis, and number five, Amaje Williams uh, for the Clay Central Volunteers. Uh, that's a long ways across the field. It looks like number three, Jackson Peterson. Um, number 15, Clay Yates. And I'll have to wait for those other two. Maybe number 11, E.J. Simmons. And trying to look for the guy in the front. That may be number eight, Christopher Wenzel. Uh, just have to wait to see uh, when he turns uh, our way. But, uh, Tim, final thoughts before we have the coin toss. Well, just an interesting choice of captains there. Both the quarterbacks going out. That's sort of been an ongoing thing that – Who's the quarterback? Who's going to play? Who's going to start? And uh, maybe that's just a little symbolic move there to, to show that, you know, the fans may want to know and there may think there'd be some, some sort of quarterback controversy, but maybe within the walls of that locker room, those guys have got it settled and 
nice to see both those quarterbacks going out as captains tonight. Exactly. And, uh, you know, it's all about team unity. And if uh, this team's going to have a chance in the playoffs to make a deep run, ultimately get to Birmingham to protect the stadium to play for another state title, it's going to take them all pulling in the same direction in one accord. And uh, you like to see that. And, and your quarterback typically has been uh, your leader on your squad. So both our quarterbacks who could start on any team that we've played this year uh, showing unity there. You uh, were correct. Team no captains merit. tonight. And we're going to send it down to our Mike Fields man on the field, Bryant Whaley, for the coin toss. All right, guys. Mr. Caldwell, this is Mr. Murphy. We'll be your officials for tonight's ball game. It is the end of the season, so all of you heard this speech already, but we will still play, play with sportsmanship at all times. You understand? You do not have to have a whistle, but when that ball carrier's down, he's down. Play is over, okay? All right, you get to call the coin toss. Heads. Tails. Tails. What do you want to call? It's called tails, correct? I'm going to flip it. If I drop it, I'll reflip it. And it is heads. You have won the toss. What do you want to do? The first? The first thing is, huh? All right, Chris, you heard it. Clay Central has won the toss, selected to defer. And there you have it from our Mike Fields man on the field. Uh, Clay Central has won the toss. They had elected to defer. Hand it will play uh, offense first. They're going to be operating from where we're set up. We didn't say that we're set up in the, the visitor stands here at Volunteer Stadium and our Hanley Tigers will be working uh, left to right uh, as they move up and down the field. Uh, and uh, we're going to step aside. We're about a minute away from kickoff. We're going to step aside and be back with a kickoff right after this. For all of your pharmaceutical needs, check out Emerging Home Care Pharmacy, located on Highway 431 in Roanoke. Our hometown service and great prices meet excellent health care, providing injections, including flu, pneumonia, and the shingles, and now offering walk-in COVID vaccinations. EHC Pharmacy provides diabetes education and massage therapy by appointment. Fast, efficient filling of your prescriptions and our drive through for your convenience open 9 to 6, Monday through Friday at 8 to 12 on Saturday. Stop by today and see what Emerging Home Care Pharmacy can do for you. Tonight's first quarter brought to you by the Car Clinic in Roanoke. The Car Clinic now scheduling home visits complete mobile, mo completely mobile. Call today and let Stefan come to you. Call 334-643-2736 and set up an appointment. Remember Car Clinic's motto, you paying, we spraying. Thank you, Coach. Glad to be back. Uh, what's your plans for the adjustment deal this weather tonight? <laughs> I hope we don't fumble the football. That's what my main plan is. You know, that's what we're concerned at the top was. Make sure we secure the football. You know, makes for a little bit of a sloppy game. The weather's turned a little bit cold, so it's a little bit different for us. Thank you, Coach. And that's there you have it from our Mike Fields Man on the Field, brought to you by Mike Fields Body Shop, 123 Industrial Avenue, phone number 334-270-2702. Excuse me, I'll get that out in a minute. Trying to look at the field as I'm doing other things. Tim, final comments before we get this thing kicked off. Well, it's, I, I like what Coach Strange said. It's, an, it's, a, it's a good point. The field, you can look at it. You can see the footprints of the settled mist on the grass. You can see where the folks have been walking, where the field is wet. Uh, so that's going to be a factor, mist still falling from the sky. So the ball is going to be wet as it touches the, touches the field. Ball security is going to be an important part, especially early on as the players get adjusted to these conditions. Exactly. And, uh, you know, the thing about it, that's that's a factor for both squads. That's right. And i uh, got to – protect the ball, don't put it on the ground, and the team that mitigates uh, the weather and the factors uh, that, that are beyond your control probably going to come out ahead in this ball game. Of course, we're waiting on uh, the Central Volunteers to, to come through the victory line. Our Hanley Tigers kick return team's already taken the field. Uh, deep for Hanley is going to be number one, Maurice Cameron. 
Uh, Tate Meta is number two, along with number three, Quad A Lewis. And here come the volunteers of Clay Central. And uh, we'll get this thing kicked off momentarily. But, uh, Tim, as we talked in our pregame show, um, you know, a lot of implications here tonight for the Clay Central Volunteers. They need to win this game to be the number one seed going into the playoffs. Of course, our Hanley Tigers know our destiny. We're going to be playing at home, playing Geneva next week in the first round. Already number one seed. He's got that locked up. Got that locked up. And uh, so, uh, you know, this is really uh, to get one. It's become a rival. We didn't really talk about that in pregame. This has become a rival game for both squads. We don't really have in-county uh, rival anymore, either either county. So uh, this has become a big ball game for, for bragging rights. And uh, it's become a heck of a ball game over the years, especially last year. We didn't talk about that. That's right. You know, the, the, the volunteers came to, to Hanley uh, in right field, beat us 15-14, uh, to 14, uh, converted on a two-point conversion late to, to take the lead. And uh, But uh, it's always a good ball game when these two teams uh, get together. Yeah, the only loss of the season last year for Hanley, a one-point loss on a – two-point conversion, kind of a gutsy call at the end of the game. You win it or lose it because they were down by one point and went for two and made it. And uh, So hopefully we get that kind of game tonight. It's, it's fun when, when two good teams play together, play well, and you have a have an exciting ball game, and that's what I'm looking forward to, hoping for tonight. Yeah, exactly. And uh, looks like Clay Yates is going to do the kick, kicking for uh, the Volunteers. He's also the starting quarterback, and uh, Clay has transitioned this year to, into the starting quarterback role. Uh, he's actually been a receiver for the last uh, two or three seasons. I know it's a name we've been calling uh, over time that we've been playing, but we're going to get this thing kicked off. Yates is going to kick. It's going to be a low-line drive uh, kick. Going to be fielded by Maurice Cameron. He's going to advance the ball forward, and it's going to be upended uh, somewhere around the 23-yard lines where Handler will set up shop here on the first possession of the night. Yeah, not much on that return, and we know Cameron can be electric. Had a punt return for a touchdown last week, and that's a guy that uh, even on the receiving end or within the offense can do a lot of good things with the football in his hands. Not much there. Exactly. That's where Hanley will start here uh, on their first possession night. Ty Fettner is going to be starting at quarterback. He's going to operate, looks like, out of the, the pistol formation. He's going to have uh, twin receivers here to the near side of the field in Jordan West and Jay Haynes. Going to have up back in Aiden O'Neill. He's going to take the snap, going to bobble the snap. Going to just have to cover it up there. And there it is, Tim. The weather has already been a factor from the, the first snap of the ball game. Uh, you could tell that hit him in the hands. The ball's probably slick, not able to handle it, but a smart play by Ty just to get on it and uh, survive another down. Yeah, nothing wrong with the snap. It was right at the numbers, right in his in his chin, and you know, right where you want it to be as a quarterback. He just sli- it just slipped out of his right through his hands. It was wet. And he obviously wasn't ready to grip that wet football. Yeah, going to lose about seven yards uh, on the play. Uh, Hanley, again, is going to operate out of the shotgun. Fettner's going to take the snap. He's going to hand off to Tay Meadows over the left side. Meadows trips up initially, uh, just kind of the turf muster gets him there, and he's going to take the ball up the field. They're going to pick up about uh, uh, maybe a yard. They may give him a yard to – Virtually no gain there on the carry. Yeah, not much there on that left side, and you're right. He kind of stumbled out of the gate as soon as he got the football, so that play never really had much going for it. Hanley's going to change personnel here. Aiden O'Neill's going to come off the field. Going to have uh, trips receivers here to the near side of the field in Jay Haynes, Jordan West, along with Quade Lewis, Maurice Cameron, single receiver to the far side of the field. Tate Maddox will be the running back. Fettner's going to operate out of the shotgun. E.J. Simmons on the edge, chomping at the bit there for Central. Going to take the snap, going to look downfield for, going to overshoot Maurice Cameron, going to be intercepted by Clay Yates. 
He's going to be forced out of bounds on the far side of the field. Tipped initially, Tim, uh, by a defensive back and uh, fell right into Clay Yates' hands. And uh, uh, what a turn of events there on that series of downs. Yeah, the pass was high over the intended receiver. And like you said, Chris, the first person to touch it was a central defender. It popped up in the air. And Yates, the safety, found it before it got to the ground, picked it off. And now Central in excellent field position on their opening drive of the night. And you got to think whether the, the – the turf being wet, ball being wet, had to be a factor with that throw from Ty Fetner. Just the fourth interception of the season for Fetner. Looks like Clay Central's going to operate out of the shotgun here. Going to have uh, McNeil in motion. Going to hand off to Heflin over the right side. And he's going to be bottled up right at the line of scrimmage. Looks like Quade Lewis along with Tamari and Phillips, first Tigers there. And Heflin is more of the short yardage guy. If they're getting into their offense and sort of trying to drive down the field, McNeil is going to be the primary ball carrier. But now that they're down there inside the 20, in the red zone, Heflin is more of that short yardage guy, the goal line guy, if you will. You know, they're not quite there yet, but that's the kind of player that he is. Yates is going to operate out of the shotgun, going to have wing back, going to take the snap, going to call his own number, advance the ball upfield. And he's going to be balled up right at the line of scrimmage. May get back to the original line of scrimmage there on the carry. Two plays, two runs in between the tackles for Central. Playing it safe down here in this area. We'll see what they do on third down. But as you mentioned, Chris, Clay Yates is a good place kicker. Uh, he's a guy that even with these conditions, they probably have a lot of faith in to, to kick a field goal from this range. So they don't want to give up possession with points uh, available to them right now. Ball's going to be spotted at the Hanley 15-yard line. Or inside the 15. Yates is going to call for the snap. He's going to drop back, look for a receiver down the field. In Heflin, not able to get it to him. Ball was thrown low uh, and into the turf, not able to connect with Heflin out on the edge. Yeah, Quade Lewis was in his kitchen right away, came around the edge, put the pressure on. Yates had to roll out to his right and get rid of that football quickly. Good job on the pressure from the backside by Quade Lewis to to disrupt that play and cause an incompletion. And you you hit the nail on the head. Looks like Clay Yates putting on the kicking shoe over there on the far side of the field. Uh, Coach Horn's going to attempt a field goal here. Ball's going to be spotted uh, at the 13. Uh, looks like uh, be about a 26-yard field goal attempt by Clay Yates. Going to have the snap. Snap's going to be high. Yates going to have to pick it up. Look for a receiver down the field. Just heaves it up. It's going to be picked off in the end zone by Jay Haynes. So. No good on, on, on the field goal try. Bot snap, uh, 8.42 left in the first quarter. We're going to step away and we'll be back with uh, Hanley's second possession right after this. Farm Boys, now open at their new location in the old Happy Trails Restaurant, 32498 Highway 431. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, and that delicious seafood buffet. The breakfast buffet is served Saturday and Sunday until 11 a.m. Seafood buffet Saturdays from 4 p.m. until closed. Farm Boys, serving breakfast, smoked meats, barbecue, steak, and seafood. Now at our new location in the old Happy Trails restaurant in Welch. I'm Dr. Don, and I approve this restaurant. And back here at Volunteer Stadium, first snap of the second drive. Cannon Kyle's in at quarterback, fakes the handoff to Tay Meadows, calls his own number, and advances the ball up the field for about two yards on the first down carry, Tim. Yeah, and going back to the field goal, the, the snap, we've already seen now both teams affected by the slick football, the wet conditions on the field. That was a good snap to the holder for Clay Central. He just couldn't handle it, slipped right out of his hands, a lot like Ty Fetner did on that first on the first snap he took out of the shotgun. So 
Wet field, wet ball, it's, it's coming to play for both teams so far, and neither team is able to establish an advantage as of yet. Yeah. Going to have a change of quarterback. Ty Fetner's going to check back in. Hanley's going to operate out of the spread formation, trips receivers to the far side of the formation. Fetner's going to take the snap, going to look for Quade Lewis out on the edge, setting up the screen. Quade Lewis going to get some space. He's going to bring it out. Going to have enough yardage for the first bank, first down. Good throw and catch there. Uh, good blocking out on the edge by the Hanley Tiger offense. And and kudos to Hanley head coach Larry Strain to sticking with the game plan. It, we mentioned in the pregame how the weakness of this Clay Central defense is the secondary, is in the pass defense. And so Hanley early on, already the second pass attempt, trying to exploit that. <laughs> there they get the completion and flag get a good game. Flag on the play, Chris. Going to have a flag on the play. That's our Mike Fields man on the field, Bryant Whaley. Right, did you see what the white hat called? I think we had too many men lined up behind the line of scrimmage, too many off the line. Uh, okay, so that's going to negate the uh, the first down, going to back us up. Ball's going to be spotted. Where's the ball spotted at, Bryant, from your vantage point? The si uh, 16, 16. Ball's going to be spotted to Hanley, 16. Fetner's going to take the snap. Going to hand off to Tay Meadows on the right side. Meadows is going to find some space. He's going to advance the ball up the field, and he's – Slung to the oh, turf about the 41-yard line, but not after he picks up a first bank first down. What a tremendous run uh, by Tay Meadows off the right side. Good blocking there as well. Yeah, and you, you heard Lon asking for a horse collar. They slung him down there in the middle of the field. That run went up the middle as he cut it back towards the middle of the field after coming off the edge. And whoever it was, I didn't see who had him by the, the shirt there, but they brought him down and yeah. slung him down hard to the turf. Yeah, I think they probably missed the call there, Lon, on that one. But Well, they didn't pull him backwards. So yeah, that's nonetheless, not going to get that, but we do have a, a new set of downs here. Ball at the Hanley 40. Cannon Kyle's going to check back in at quarterback. Twin receivers to both sides of the formation. Going to have a botch snap there. Ball's on the ground. I don't know what happened there, Tim. Looked like Kenny Kyle's clap called for the ball and then looked away. It hit and, him in uh, the face mask. And uh, wasn't ready for the snap and uh, going to turn the ball over and, uh, you know, had a promising drive shaping up there after a big run by Tay Meadows uh, and then turned the ball over. Yeah, that was a very strange play, like you said. It hit him in the face mask, and then it sort of bounced around like a pinball, actually went forward. And so it was. If, if they had run the football, it would have, would have been about a six-yard gain where Clay Central is setting up. And so the way it was sort of batted around and bounced around once it was fumbled, it went in the in a weird direction that you don't normally see. Yeah, let's see what the, the Hanley defense can do here. Able to uh, uh, stop them on the last series. Operating out of the wishbone, going to hand off to McNeil over the right side, and he's going to be brought down at the line of scrimmage. No gain. Good job there. Uh, by that defensive front seven of the Hanley Tigers. So, Chris, already three fumbles tonight, two by Hanley, one by Clay Central. And we don't want to belabor the point, but it has affected the ball game here in the early going. It sure yeah. has. Again, the Volunteers operating out of the wishbone. Going to have uh, Heflin and McNeil at the halfback, along with number 29, uh, Mike Lamore at the fullback. Yeah, he's going to take snap handoff to Heflin over the right side, yep. and he's going to get up in space, and he's going to be forced out of bounds about the 31-yard line, uh, and that's going to be enough for a first down for the Volunteers. Yeah, he found a little gap on the right side of that offensive line for Central and was able to shoot through there and get over towards the sideline on the far side. Nice big game there for Heflin. And the, and the Central Volunteers. And I know Coach Strain and his staff have worked on the wishbone because you, you're going to see that have a, 
uh, Danny Horn coach football team, but uh, not something you see a lot now. Yates going to hand off to McNeil over the left side. Uh, good job there, Brian Joyner, along with Amaje Williams, first Tigers there on the stop. But when you're in the wishbone, you you know you get three or four yards. That's a successful play. That's what yep. you. Yeah. That's what it's designed to do. If you yeah. see that, foot, that running back fall forward. You, you know that offense is working and doing what it's supposed to be doing. Well, and there's a lot of misdirection also uh, that can come out of uh, a wishbone set. The cross buck in the backfield, and it kind of freezes your linebackers in place. So they don't uh, they don't move and react as quick as they should. Uh, but uh, they got McLemore in there, 29. Uh, he's a big lead blocker uh, out of that wishbone set. Yates is operating under center, going to take snap, hand off to Heflin over the right side. And he's going to be bottled up at the line of scrimmage. Tremendous effort there along the defensive front uh, of the Hanley Tigers. Looks Not like Braxton Morton may be the first Tiger there. Yeah, I was going to say, well, I wasn't sure who got there first, but I know Brian, Brian Joyner came in and cleaned things up, made sure he didn't go any further once he ran into first contact there. It's going to bring up third down and seven here. Ball's going to be spotted at the 28-yard line of the Hanley Tigers and going to have a penalty flag uh, on the play, uh, may have illegal substitution. Looks like uh, against our Tigers, had too many men uh, in the huddle. See what the White Hat's going to call here. Yeah, there was one that came off late. Yeah. He's conferring with uh, other officials and Clay Volunteers captain. I don't know what they're discussing, but uh, – uh, still don't have an official call out of the white hat here. Yeah, going to be legal substitution against Hanley, and that will be a, a five-yard penalty. Yeah, yeah. five-yard penalty. And I wonder, just speculating here on what the discussion might have been, maybe that they were saying that he got off in, in time before Central broke the huddle. You know, maybe that was close enough where they had to double-check and Good. make sure that it was right. They marked off, marked off a 10-yard penalty there, 10-yard penalty. Going to be enough for a first down for the Volunteers. So, let's see what this Hanley offense can do – I mean, excuse me, defense can do. Uh, they, they bent a little bit earlier in the after a turnover and didn't break. Let's see if they can do the same here. Gates looking to the sideline for change in the play. Going to operate out of the wishbone formation. Got Two tight ends. Got Tay in it, linebacker. Going to take the snap. Going to look down the field for – McNeil out of the backfield, going to score on the throw and catch from Clay Yates to Elijah McNeil. And just, you know, don't see the wishbone a whole lot, Tim, and uh, had her defense fooled, had them on their heels there just a little bit, and uh, McNeil able to slip out of the backfield. Yates able to hit him out in the flats and take it in for the touchdown. And, that, and that's, I'm sorry, Chris, an element of surprise there. You know, like you said, you run the wishbone, you just expect them to pound, pound, pound. And when you spring that pass on them, it's something that, that uh, maybe the defense just isn't quite ready for. Freeman is your holder. Play H with a kick. It's up. And it is good. 443 left here in the first quarter. The Volunteers of Clay Central lead are Hanley Tigers 7 to nothing. We'll be back right after this on the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. 
Do you have a ton of stuff and not enough room? Let Randolph County Mobile Homes help you with the perfect storage building. From 8x8 to 12x32, Randolph County Mobile Homes offers the best and largest selection. Free delivery, rent to own, no credit check, fast and easy with low down payments and a wide selection of colors and styles to choose from. Visit Randolph County Mobile Homes today and let their kind and friendly staff assist you. Randolph County Mobile Homes, Highway 431 in Roanoke. And back here at Volunteer Stadium on the campus of Clay Central High School here in Lionville, Alabama. 4.43 left in the first quarter. The Volunteers of Clay County lead our Hanley Tigers 7 to nothing. Uh, kind of sloppy ball game here in the early going, Tim. Hanley's turned the ball over uh, twice so far. Uh, the Volunteers able to capitalize after this last uh, uh, fumble and uh, put points on the board. And and two turnovers bad enough, but, but to do it so far in your own territory, you set them up in such a good – uh, position to score. Got fortunate the first time around where they missed the field goal. Hanley was able to stop them there, but you do it again on the on the very next possession. The the turnover took place about midfield, but still a short field in front of them. They were able to drive the distance and, and take the lead seven to nothing. And that, that drive was aided by a penalty. We had too many men on the field, and uh, at that uh, that was on third down. They were able to move the chains because of that penalty, the penalty, and extended that drive. And ultimately, uh, Clay County fooled our defense with that. Uh, Wishbone package able to slip McNeil out in the flat. Yates hit him there, took it in for the touchdown. That's the difference in the ball game here uh, in the early going. And we, uh, talk, we talked about how rare the pass has become for Clay Central. Uh, just the sixth touchdown pass of the season for Clay Yates, a quarterback. And he's been their starter quarterback all year long. It's not like he's he just started in that role. It's just not something that they do very much. Yep. Yates with the kick. He's going to kick it deep this time. Going to be fielded. Tried to by Marish Cameron. Not able to field it cleanly. It's going to go into the end zone uh, as a touchback. Probably should have let Tay Meadows come up and field that kick. Maurice trying to, to go back and uh, uh, high point it, so to speak, there, not able to, to collect it there. Hanley, the Hanley Tigers will start this next drive here uh, at their 20-yard line. Uh, see, see if we can get something going offensively. We've had some glimpses, had some decent runs by uh, Tay Meadows, had a, a pass out on the edge to Quade Lewis earlier as well. They were able to move the chains and then, uh, uh, you know, put the ball on the ground and uh, – uh, Got to get a drive going here and answer that score. Going to be Ty Fedner in at quarterback. Going to be flanked by Tay Meadows, running back. Fedner going to take snap, hand off to Tay Meadows straight up the middle. Uh, he's going to pick up uh, a couple of yards on the first down carry. Looked like he wanted to go off to the right with that play where it was designed to go, but that that gap was cut off. He had to cut it back up in the middle. And there was just really no space for him to go. Like you said, Chris, just a one-yard gain there for Tay Meadows. Yeah, it looked like Brian Joyner pulled from left guard position, came around as lead blocker, and it just kind of collapsed uh, along this right side. Nothing doing there. Brings up second down and nine here for the Hanley Tigers. Fedner going to operate out of the shotgun. Going to be flanked there by Tay Meadows. He's going to take the snap. Going to hand off to Meadows over the left side. Meadows is going to get out in space, and he's going to pick up, uh, uh, carry the ball out to about the 40 two-yard line, looks like 40-yard line. It's going to be enough yardage there for the first bank first down uh, for Hanley. Another good run by Tay Meadows. Second time we've seen him get into the second level of the defense. He gets around the left side, picked up a block out there on the edge. Maurice Cameron, good job as a receiver blocking out there on the edge, allowed Meadows to get a few more yards and a good gain out towards midfield. Yep. Oh, has a wildcat now. Yep. First down play, ball is going to be spotted at the Hanley 40-yard line, 333 left here uh, in the first quarter. Going to line up in the Wild Tiger. Uh, Tate Meadows be the lone, lone back, uh, double wing back in, uh, with Aiden O'Neill here. 
to the near side. Meadows going to take the direct snap, going to look for space off the right side, and he's going to pick up about two yards uh, on the first down carry. Not much doing there off the right side. And Central doing what you would expect them to do in this situation, stacking the box, anticipating the run, keying in on Tay Meadows. And the, the response to that is to put Meadows up back there by himself, gives Hanley an extra blocker to try to combat that loaded box. Didn't really work for him that time, but it's a, it's a tool in the, in the toolbox for Coach Strain, and they should probably go back to it a few times tonight. Exactly. Ty Fettner's going to check back into the ball game. Going to have trips receivers to the far side of the field. Fettner's going to call for the snap from Will Thompson. He's going to drop back. Going to be under pressure. This is going to break away from the pressure. Find Quade Lewis down the field. Not able to connect with him. Clay Yates going to be uh, in defense of that play. Uh, but initially there, uh, he was bottled up, was Fettner in the backfield and uh, able to get away but not able to connect with uh, Quade Lewis down the field. Going to have a Tiger shaking up. That's going to be number 77, Ladarius Johnson, but uh, he's able to make his way up and off the field. He'll be replaced by Braxton Morton. Going to bring up third down and nine here for Hanley. And just a lot going on on that play. As you said, in the backfield, Fetner did a good job getting away from Jakeem McLemore on the pass rush. McLemore hobbled off, and then as the pass was thrown, you had a collision between the receiver and the defender. Yates a good job breaking that pass up. So a lot of action, but nothing to show for it for Hanley. Third down for the Tigers. Fetner going to operate out of the shotgun. Going to be flanked by Tay Meadows. Going to get the snap from Will Thompson. Hand off to... Meadows off the right side. He's going to have lead blocker in Braxton Morton. He's going to get out in space. He's going to be at the – he's going to take it all the way, Tim, in for the for the Daniel towing touchdown. Tate Meadows with a great run there. No flags on the back end of that. Lee and Daniel – let me get – let me let me get – just started over. <laughs> the Daniel towing touchdown. Uh, for all your towing needs, call Lee and Sandy Daniel at Daniel Towing, 334-436-0061. Tremendous effort there uh, by the offensive line. Great run by Tay Meadows. Absolutely. You said it. Braxton Morton out in front, paving the way. The big man got out in front, cleared the path for Tay Meadows, and once Tay Meadows gets into that second level, he knows what to do with it, took it to the house, and Hanley with a chance to tie this ball game. Time now for your emergency medical transport point after attempt. EMT Response ready since 1990, 24-7. The kick is going to be up and good by David Towers. 2.21 left in the first quarter. It's all tied up at 7. We'll be back right after this. Emergency Medical Transport has been serving Randolph County and the surrounding communities since 1990. With six ambulances and over 25 employees, they're response ready 24 hours a day. EMT provides advanced life support or basic life support transport to all surrounding hospitals. And you've likely seen them at your favorite local ball game or community event too. You can be sure of professional courteous service anytime you need them. Most health and auto insurance accepted, including Medicare and Medicaid. Emergency Medical Transport, 863 Let's go and recap. It's time now for the Reliance Realty Hanley Score and Recap, presented to you by the premier resource for real estate information and services, Reliance Real Estate. Hanley Tigers go 80 yards, five plays, four runs. The big one, the 59-yard touchdown run by Tay Meadows, his 17th rushing touchdown of the season. Hanley ties the game 7-7 with 2.21 left to play here in the first quarter. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit reliancerealestate.com. Phone number 334-863-2161. And I'll venture to say that with that run, Tay Meadows is over 1,000 yards for the season. He he came in around 940 yards, and that was a 59-yarder, so pretty much my math is adding up. If uh, if I'm not mistaken now, he's over 1,000 now 
on the year. So another good banner year for Tay Meadows at running back. McNeil and Heflin deep for the Volunteers. Kick by Davey Towers deep. Going to be fielded by Heflin around the 20-yard line. He's going to bring it upfield, pick up some blocks there. Going to get the ball out to about the 36-yard line, 37-yard line. That's where the Volunteers will set up shop here uh, with 2.12 left in the first quarter. And I missed the extra point a little bit ago, y'all. I'm transitioning from doing color for a few weeks back to play-by-play and got a few ass to read, and I botched that, but we're going to do better on the next score. Hopefully, Hanley's going to score three or four or five times. You'll have lots of chances to to get that right. That's right. (laughs) But that was the emergency medical transport point after attempt by Davey Towers just a minute ago that I missed. Out of boy. Landon Bozeman snapping. Ty Fentner holding. That's it. Volunteer's going to operate uh, out of the shotgun. Uh, it's Clay Yates going to have uh, Terry Heflin, five, uh, in the backfield. Going to have a uh, lone receiver, uh, Lindsey, out on the edge. Going to hand off to Heflin over the right side. And he's going to get out in space. Going to pick up about eight yards on the first down carry. Yeah, good first down play. They sealed off the edge. He was able to get around and get up the field, pick up about six or seven yards. Yeah, ball's going to be spotted at the 45-yard line. Uh, the Volunteers. Going to have uh, number 10, Lindsey, here. Lone receiver to the near side of the field. Looks like five. Heflin to the far side. Or, uh, excuse me, McNeil. Heflin going to be the lone back. Yates going to take snap. Going to miss the snap. Going to try to pick it up, see what he can do with it. Going to be uh, brought down, tripped up there. Looked like number 17, uh, Treadwell, for the Tigers. They're able to bring Yates down. They're going to lose uh, just about everything they got on that uh, first down carry. And there again, you see just a mishandled snap. It was a good snap uh, right where it should have been, and he wasn't able to secure it. Goes backwards, and kind of a risky play there by Yates. And rather than just falling on the football as you're taught to do, he tried to pick it up, make something happen, but Treadwell there to stop him and bring him down for a loss. Yeah, ball's going to be spotted at the 39 of the Volunteers. Yates out of the shotgun. Going to call for snap. Going to hand off to Heflin over the right, excuse me, left side. And he's going to be brought down by a host of Tigers. Air ball is going to be uh, brought out to about the 44-yard line uh, on the carry. Going to pick up about five on the play. It's going to bring up fourth down here for the Volunteers. About Looks four like yards Yates, to go. Back Yates back here to punt as well. Yeah, and that's a good stop for Hanley. You get the you get the touchdown. You you sort of on your heels a little bit early in the game. You you fall behind. You're fumbling. You're making mistakes. Now you go down and go score a touchdown. Now you get a three and out. And Hanley got a good chance to secure momentum here at the close of the first quarter. Yeah, Maurice Cameron, Quade Lewis deep to receive the punt. Yates going to be a low line drive kick. Going to go out of bounds with about seven seconds left here uh, in the first quarter. Our first quarter tonight uh, brought to you by the Car Clinic. Uh, call Stefan for all your car care needs. Call 334-646-2736. Set up your appointment. Remember the car clinic's motto, you paying, we spraying. And Hanley's going to have to get one snap off here before the end of the quarter. Uh, and you're exactly right, Tim. Maybe we can get the momentum shifted. Had a couple of good defensive stands there, uh, a score. So need to shift the momentum back in our direction here uh, with a score all tied up at seven here at Volunteer Stadium. And it looks like the mist has sort of stopped. Everything's still wet, but the precipitation has eased up or stopped altogether here. Fettner going to operate out of the shotgun, going to be flanked by Jay Haynes and Tay Meadows, both in the backfield. Fettner going to call for the snap. 
It's going to take the snap, going to hand off to Jay Haynes. Back over the right side. Uh, he's going to get the ball out to about the 31-yard 30, line. That's going to be the end of our first quarter. We're going to step away and bring, uh, be back with the second quarter right after this. Main Street Animal Hospital in Roanoke, a small animal hospital providing vaccinations, wellness exams, digital radiology, an on-site pharmacy and lab, dental cleanings, and specified surgical procedures. We take care of your babies as our own. The fur-friendly staff is here to provide the best care possible. Drop-off service is available. Visit our website at MainStreetAH.com or download our app, Main Street Animal Hospital. Phone number 334-863-7111. Located at 307 Main Street, Roanoke, Alabama. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave behind for your family can be intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We have deep roots here in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help you get in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or to set up an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. They're located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540 in Birmingham, 35243. Securing software through Sage Point Financial Incorporated. SPF is separately owned and operated. And other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. And back here at Volunteer Stadium, uh, scores all tied up at seven uh, as we begin our second quarter. Tonight's second quarter is brought to you in part by Express Chicken and Fish in the Bonner Point Shopping Center, featuring freshly cooked burgers, wings, fish, pork chops, and fried chicken. Uh, give them a call at Express Chicken and Fish. Tim, uh, your impressions about the first quarter? Well, you know, Hanley looks like they've sort of found their footing. And, and one thing we didn't mention that I just sort of thought about you know, Hanley has played six weeks in a row at home. This is the first time they've been on the road. This is the first time they've been in a game situation outside of right field in a very long time. Maybe there was an adjustment there as well uh, where they were sort of working through that in the first quarter. The wet conditions, all of that sort of played into a slow start for Hanley. But uh, over the last couple of possessions on both sides of the ball, Hanley has looked much better. Let's see if they can continue that momentum with this possession to start the second quarter. And it's the first time they played in gra on grass. That's uh, right. Grass playing surface in about eight weeks. Last time we played on grass was up at Munford. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that could be – don't know how big of an adjustment that is, but uh, – you know, Certainly some play. factor into yeah. it, I, I would think. Especially when it occurs week after week after week. You know. yeah. Going to have uh, double wing backs on the far side of the field. Fetner's going to call for the snap out of the shotgun. Going to hand off to Tay Meadows over the right side, and uh, uh, it's going to be blown up in the backfield. Look like McLemore along with number 24 uh, – Boyd there on the stop uh, for the Volunteers. Yeah, those two wings set up on that side, and it looked like Central was waiting for the play to go in that direction. That's exactly what it did, and they were there waiting for Tay Meadows on that one. Yeah, going to bring up third. Uh, third down and about 11 here uh, for uh, the Tigers. Ball is going to be spotted at about the 28-yard line uh, of the Tigers. Going to have uh, twin receivers here to the near side in Maurice Cameron, Jay Haynes. Lone back is going to be Tay Meadows. Fetner's going to take the snap handoff to Meadows right up the middle. Got a great blocking at the point of attack. Meadows into the second level, and I believe he's going down the volunteer sideline. Finally going to be forced out of bounds at about the 30-yard line of the volunteers. Great run there 
by Tay Meadows. Great blocking up front at the point of yes. attack. And we're talking about how much Hanley looks better in the trenches, blocking at the point of attack. We were talking during the break, and I think Tay Meadows looks looks a lot sharper than we've seen him in the past couple of weeks as well. He put his foot in the ground as soon as he got into space, made a cut, and got up the field in a hurry. Nice run by Tay Meadows. And he's going to pick up a first bank first down. Some things change, but not at first bank, where quality service remains the same. You'll like banking with us. First bank in Ronald, next to Burger King. Remember, FDIC. Fetner out of the shotgun, going to take the snap, going to look for Quade Lewis out on the edge, setting up the screen. Great blocking out on the edge by his fellow receivers, uh, but uh, the volunteers are going to close that gap really quickly and bring Quade Lewis down flag on the play, uh, after Chris. a short, short game. Going to have a flag on the play. Holding. Uh, looks like holding uh, against our Tigers, and that was our Mike Fields man on the field, Bryant Whaley, uh, with that call. And it might have been, you mentioned the blocking on the edge. It might have been too good blocking on the yeah. edge by those receivers. And that puts those guys in a, in a precarious situation out there. Uh, you know, the, the, the defensive backs coming up, and uh, they change directions, try to defeat the block, and you've got a, a handful of jersey there. A lot of times you can get away with it. Sometimes you can't. Uh, not able to, to, to slip that one by uh, the officials on that particular play. And it's, and it's right there in front of the play. I mean, yeah. the, the, the ball is headed in that direction. It's out in the open field on the edge. It's not like it's in the trenches where a bunch of bodies are. If you're holding out there, they're typically going to catch you doing it. Exactly. It's going to back up the Tigers up to the 39 and replay first down again. Fetner again out of the shotgun. Going to have Aiden O'Neill as the lone up back. Twin receivers to the far side of the boat. formation. O'Neill in motion. Fetner going to call his own number back to the right side. He's going to get out in space and get out to the second level. He's going to get the ball out to around uh, the 26-yard line uh, of the Volunteers. Good, good call there. Good read by uh, Ty Fetner. Yeah, you don't see him do that a whole lot, but he kept it, read it just right, and there was space there, and he hit the hole really hard. That was a good run by Ty Fetner. Yeah, it brought Aiden O'Neill in motion back uh, to the near side of the formation, and O'Neill pulled back led the way for him. I think that was a quarterback design run all the way, mm -hmm. uh, the way it looked. Fetner taking the snap out of the shotgun, looking down the field for Maurice Cameron. Ah, uh, oh, dang it, Maurice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ball not well thrown by Fetner. Uh, looked like Sorry. he didn't have a great grip uh, on the ball. And uh, uh, You got two Cameron's, flags on the play yeah, here. Cameron turned into a defender there as a wide receiver. Felt like that the DB may have a chance to uh, intercept the ball and uh, probably going to draw a penalty there. We'll have to see what the one back near the line of scrimmage is. He already called pass interference on the offense, which is the right call. Cameron just shoved him as the ball was coming down. He shoved the defender to the ground. Thing is, the defender was behind him. He probably had a better play on it than the defender because it was dying. Yeah. Yeah, if he had looked he up didn't for realize it he was didn't, that. Yeah, if, if he had looked up for the football, he may have realized that, but he made his decision and did he ever signal what the other flag was? What'd you get, Bryant? There it is, ineligible man downfield. Okay. Uh, well, they're going to decline that one. Pass interference on the offense. Okay. All right, we'll try it again. Second down, ball is going to be spotted uh, at the Hanley 42, uh, excuse me, the volunteer 42 yard line. Aiden O'Neill checking into the ball game. Going to have single receiver to the far side and Jordan West. Twin receivers here to the near side and Jay Haynes, Maurice Cameron. Aiden O'Neill is the wing back. Fentner going to take the snap. He's going to hand off to Meadows right up the middle and he's going to be met by number 11, E.J. Simmons coming off the edge and uh, 
going to take uh, Meadows down for about a yard loss. E.J. Simmons, we've mentioned his name a couple of times already. He's a big, tall kid that stands out out there, and that's a player that's lost a lot of weight. He, when he played as a sophomore, he's a senior now, but when he played as a sophomore, he was about 260. Yeah. He's lean, uh, fast off the edge. He's probably playing about 215, 220 right now. He was offensive tackle last year. Yeah, yeah big yeah. guy. And uh, lost a good bit of weight. I read your article, preseason article, and that was one of the things Coach Horn talked about, him uh, slimming up and uh, moving more into a, uh, a uh, skill position role. Fentner going to take the snap. He's going to hand off to Metas. Up the middle, Metas trying to find his way uh, through that line. Not much doing there. Going to pick up uh, about two yards on the carry. Going to be brought down by 29, McLemore. And it's going to bring up fourth down here. Uh, for the Tigers, going to be forced to punt. Yeah, still behind the chains, well behind the chains, so they don't really have a shot at this fourth down. Best option, even though you're in central territory, punt it, maybe pin them deep, make them go the length of the field. Yeah, had some decent runs there and uh, just uh, plagued by penalties mm -hmm. on that particular drive that, that stalled that one. Going to have to punt here. Fettner going to be doing the punting. Looks like number eight, Christoph, or Christopher Wenzel, uh, deep for the Volunteers. Looks like we're going to have a timeout on the field by the Volunteers. We're going to take one with them. 8.28 left here in the, the first half. All tied up at 7 here at Volunteer Stadium. We'll be back right after this. Husqvarna has always been the know for industry-leading quality. Whether it's a chainsaw, weed eater, blower, or any other power tool, come by Meadows Farm Equipment with Dowie, Alabama, and check out our big selection. We also have Rhino and Dirt Dog Farm implements for those big jobs. Commercial and residential mowers featuring Husqvarna and Spartan for 42-inch to 72-inch cuts. Around the house or the farm, don't look any further than Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Widawi, or online at meadowsfarmequipment.com. Join the professional drivers with Welburn Cabinets in Ashland. Benefits include paid odometer miles, drop pay included, receive quarterly and safety performance bonuses, home weekly, Blue Cross Blue Shield medical insurance, a 401k retirement plan, career transition bonus, tuition reimbursement up to $5,000, and a $2,000 sign-on bonus. If you've been looking for that perfect over-the-road driving job, check out Welburn Cabinets in Ashland. Apply today with Welburn Cabinets. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. At ML Aubrey in Roanoke, we have been in business in the same location since 1909 when my great-granddaddy first opened. Shopping locally is nothing new to us. At ML Aubrey, we are having our Christmas open house on November 6th from 8 until 5. All Christmas decor, remaining fall merchandise, and everything in the Santa shop will be discounted. And we'll have lots of refreshments and samples of our Amish jams and jellies, our new Alabama peanuts, Alabama sunshine, and Captain Rodney's. Make your plans for November 6th. Open house at ML Aubrey, Main Street, beautiful downtown Roanoke. And we're back here at Volunteer Stadium. Fourth down for the Hanley Tigers. Going to be forced to punt here. Ty Fettner doing the, the punting for Hanley. Deep for the Volunteers. Going to be number 15, Clay Yates. Fettner delivers a high, booming punt. Yates is not even going to try to field it. It's going to take a, a good bounce for the, for the Tigers. They're going to be down somewhere inside 
the 10-yard line and a good punt there by yeah. Ty Fedner, and uh, that's where the Volunteers will set up shop here for this possession. Well, exactly what we were hoping would happen. They were able to, to get it down there, cause a punt to check up there inside the 10-yard line, and uh, very good execution on special teams by Hanley here to, to give their defense good field position against this central offense. Hey, Chris, is that the seven? That ball's going to be spotted at the seven inside uh, the 10-yard line. That's our Mike Fields, man on the field, Mike Fields, Man on the Field report brought to you by Bryant Whaley. Uh, brought to you by Mike Fields Body Shop, 123 Industrial Avenue. Phone number 863-2702. Hopefully it's handling defense. They've played well other than the one score they gave up uh, on the pass earlier. So uh, On a short field, too. On a short field. Handoff to McNeil over the right side, and he's going to be bottled up. Not much doing there uh, for actually probably going to lose about a yard. Uh, on the carry. Yeah, we saw Central get a three and or Hanley get a three and out against Central the last possession. Uh, you know, that would be just what the doctor ordered right here. They force Central to punt from their own end zone. All kinds of good things that can happen for Hanley in that situation. Uh, a good start to this drive defensively for Hanley. 7.42 left here in the first half. Uh, score all tied up at seven. Volunteers with the ball. Ball's going to be spotted at their own seven. Second 10 here. Yates calling for the snap. Going to hand off to McNeil over uh, the left side well, again. Looks like and uh, he's going to be brought down in the backfield. A little like Tamari Phillips may have been the first Tiger uh, through there uh, and with a contact on McNeil. Close to. Down, down to the three, Chris. Going to lose about four yards on the carry there. And that's our Mike Fields man on the field. He's helping us out with that spot. Uh, on that end of the field, a uh, tough angle from where we're at uh, to get that uh, field position. Yates calling for the snap here, third and 14. Looking to the sideline to change the play. He's calling to his offensive lineman there to change the play. Big third down here for Hanley. Going to take the snap. He's going to bobble oh. the snap there. Clay's going to be bottled up. And he's going to be brought down. Mm-hmm. Looks like Brian is going to be in the end zone. I'm waiting. I'm what, was, oh, no, they're saying the progress stopped about the goal line. Yeah, gonna uh, good job there by the hand of defense there, but uh, Yates bobbled the snap uh, and the hand safety, of defense. Safety, safety. Yeah. They did rule safety. <laughs> Sorry. All right. <laughs> I hear Brian, you, Brian. excited about that safety. Move. I like it, Brian. I like the excitement, baby. Going to hopefully get the safety. A delayed call there by the officials. Thought the ball was going to be spotted around the one-yard line, but uh, uh, they conferred there and, uh, and, and called it a safety, Tim. Great stop there by the Hanley defense. Great to get points from your defense and and put pressure in a pressure situation. Yeah. That's what you know. The offense is under the gun right there. They're backed up against the goal line. You got it. They they got to be feeling the pressure already on themselves. Hanley didn't let them off the hook there. Put the pressure on when that ball was snapped. They were in the kitchen right there to get on it. Stop Yates and get the two points. And we'll get the ball back here. That's yeah, right. Clay's yeah. got the punter to kick off to us and. Uh, I'm a little fuzzy we don't get many safeties. Where will the ball be spotted? Will it still be spotted at the 40? No, no it'll be the, back at the – I think it's the 25. 25, yeah. So, we'll have a decent field position after this kick here as well. Well, and, and, and I like the I like the aggressiveness of the of the defensive calls down there. It's easy to say, hey, let's let's just try not to get a, let them get a big play here, keep them inside the chains. But we went after them. And, and exactly. And, two, the enthusiasm – 
out of our Mike Fields man on the field there. I'm going to tell you what. He's fired up down there. I like he it. He scared me. Yeah. Guys, I ain't been down here in six weeks. I got to uh-huh. have a little fun. That's right. Well, yeah. Glad to have Bryant back with us. Bryant's been on loan to the school and uh, doing a great job as our public address announcer, uh, Ed Wright Field. And, uh, uh, but glad to have him back with our crew here tonight uh, at Volunteer Stadium. And it was a delayed call. It, for a while there, it looked like they weren't going to call that. And sort of, so once they conferred and signaled, it was sort of an exciting moment. It was. And, and that, that, that allowed Hanley to take the lead 9-7 to seven, uh, here with 6.43 left in the first half. It's from, the, from the 20, like you said, Tim. Yeah, yeah. From, uh, volunteers will have to kick off from the 20 after the safety. Deep for Hanley is going to be Meadows. There's going to be a little squib kick uh, to Coy White. Gonna, uh, he's going to field it. Advance it upfield, <laughs> going to field it around the 45-yard line and uh, get it back out to around the 43. Uh, but decent field position on the plus side of the 50 here to start this possession. And a chance to really take control of this ball game. Hanley, as we said, have sort of slowly taken over the momentum. Now they've got the lead. Now they've got a chance to put the ball down the field and really add to this lead and take control as we're getting closer to the end of the first half. Yeah, got a, this shift in momentum here. Need to seize that moment offensively and uh, convert this put points on the board. Going to have Cannon Kyles uh, checking in at quarterback. Going to operate out of the heavy eye formation. Aiden O'Neill along with Amaj Williams as fullbacks. Tate Matt is going to take the handoff over the right side, and uh, he's going to – Wow. Work his way forward there and uh, pick up maybe a yard. Uh, good job there along that uh, Volunteers defensive front to kind of stuff us at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, no room there for Meadows on that play. We've seen several big holes for him to run through so far tonight. Not one there. And as Chris said, just about a yard, if that, on that play. And, again, you mentioned it in your keys or in our pregame show, another shuffled offensive line, a different combination this week as well. So, uh just trying to hit on the right combination. Been trying to do that all season, but the, this group uh, is doing well here tonight. Kyle's going to operate from under center. Going to take the snap, going to toss sweep to Meadows off the right side. Meadows going to have a couple of lead blockers. He's going to get out in the in space on the second level. He's going to have enough yardage for the first bank, first down. Home loans, longer terms with no minimum loan amounts. All types of loan service by your local branch. Just another reason you'll like banking with us. First bank in Roanoke. Next to Burger King, member FDIC. And credit to Amaje Williams keeping the first man off of Tay Meadows in the backfield on that. Once he did that, Meadows was sprung, able to get through the line of scrimmage and get a good gain. But a big block at the beginning of the play by Williams as he comes off the field. Yeah, good job there uh, along that offensive front and his lead blockers in Amaje Williams, Aiden O'Neill to spring Tay Meadows. Kyle's going to operate out of the shotgun here, flanked by Tay Meadows. He's going to take the snap. He's going to hand off to Meadows. Over the left side, Meadows is going to break a tackle at the line of scrimmage. He's going to get the ball out of his face. He's going to take it into the end zone for the Daniel Toen. No, they're going to mark him down right at the one-yard line. I was a little premature. It looked like a touchdown from this angle. Yeah, this uh, angle must be deceiving us. But they're going to call him down at the one-yard line. Brian, can you tell a little bit better on the angle there? Yes, sir. It's at the one. It's at the one-yard line. But nonetheless, impressive run there by Tay Meadows. Hit initially at the line of scrimmage, able to break that that tackle and take it down to the one, Tim. He looks like Kyle's going to take the snap from under (laughs) under center. Going to hand it off to Tay Meadows over the right side, and he's going to be met by a host of volunteers not going to get in the end zone uh, may lose a yard there but uh, uh, not much doing along that front there yeah a wave of blue bodies right there to slow down Tay Meadows and knock him back maybe even for a little bit of a loss but yeah going back and, and Lon started to say it it looks like the Tay Meadows of old and when you see 
one-on-one uh, -on -one when Tay Meadows is in the open field and you see defenders bouncing off of his thighs like that, that's always a good sign. And that was what happened on that run that set up this short yardage. Kyle's taking the snap. Tall sweep to the left. Tay Meadows is going to take it in. He's going to take it in for the touchdown. Daniel Toe and touchdown. Great effort there by Tay Meadows. Yeah, Tay Meadows got they, – they stretched it out a little bit on that play instead of just trying to run it up the gut. Went around the edge a little bit to the left side. He was able to stretch it out and, and extend the ball across the goal line, just get it in for his second touchdown of and the night. And that was a Daniel Toe and Hanley Tiger touchdown owned and operated by Lee and Sandy Daniel. For all your towing needs, call Daniel Toeing, 334-436-0061. Now it's time for your emergency medical transport point-after attempt. Emergency Medical Transport, a fixture here in Randolph County and surrounding areas since 1990. The kick is, I missed it again. <laughs> the kick is up the good by David Towers. Uh, your Hanley Tigers leading 16 to seven with 412 left in the first half. We're gonna step away and be back right after this. Hello football fans. As you cheer on your favorite team this season, we're cheering on all our student athletes, staff, and teachers both on and off the field for keeping our community safe over the past year. At Southwire, we remain strong because of our team, the people behind the power. If you want to be a part of our winning team and build on our legacy of quality, service, and safety, visit careers.southwire.com. Again, that's careers.southwire.com. These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in-person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The rehab, the rehab Center at Trailer utilizes a wonderful team of nurse practitioners, therapists, mental health nurses, social workers, and dietitians. A partner with Champion, the Rehab Center at Trailer provides the absolute best in physical, speech, and occupational therapy for our short-term rehab patients as well as our long-term care residents. Visit TrailerHealth.com for more information about the Rehab Center at Trailer. Time now for the Reliance Real Estate Handley Score and Recap presented to you by the premier resource in real estate information and services, Reliance Realty. Handley takes advantage of the safety, goes 43 yards on five plays, all runs. One-yard touchdown run by Tay Meadows, his second touchdown of the night, and Hanley leads it 16-7 with 4-12 left to play here in the second quarter. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit reliancerealestate.com, phone number 334-863-2161. Going to have Davey Towers with the kick. Deep for the Volunteers going to be Heflin along with McNeil. Tower's going to kick the ball high kick. Going to be fielded by McNeil around the 15-yard line. He's going to bring the ball upfield. Going to find some space there. Uh, he's finally brought down a little out by Jay Haynes, but not before he gets out to about the 46-yard line. Yeah, good starting field position for Central after a good return on that one. And they've run a few back this year. They've had some good special teams moments. They've also had some, some defensive touchdowns. Uh, so this is a team that can score and hit you in a lot of ways. So Hanley has to be aware of that. But a good return there, and it'll set Central up just short, short of midfield. And just recap a minute ago, I, I missed it again. 
David Towers with a point EMT point after attempt. EMT's been in our area since 1990 covering us. So uh, emergency medical transport. Yates going to operate out of the shotgun. Going to have Lindsey in uh, motion. Going to have a high snap. Yates feels it, but he's going to be brought down by Coy White uh, behind the line of scrimmage. Good job by White in recognition of that, Stay bringing uh, Yates down for a yard loss. Yeah, the high snap sort of disrupted the timing of the play. Yates kept it, tried to get around the edge, but White was standing there waiting for him, didn't miss the tackle, brought him down for a loss. And you kind of feel the momentum shift, Tim. You know, like you said just a minute ago, kind of shifted Hanley's way, uh, had some good defensive stops, able to put points on the board with the, with the safety and then turn around and, and convert there offensively. So uh, see if we can get the ball back here. Yates going to hand off to Heflin, going to take it off uh, the left side, and he's going to be bottled up there. Going to pick up about uh, two yards on the carry, but uh, not much off that left side. Yeah, Heflin took that handoff, started right, saw nothing there, cut it back to the left. And got a minimal gain, but Hanley's been in, the, in all of those gaps so far on this drive, not letting them get in any space at all so far. Ball going to be spotted at the 46. Going to be third down and nine here for the Volunteers. Yates looking to the sideline. Going to have a flag here on the near side of the field. Somebody moved somewhere. Yeah. Going to be encroachment against the Hanley Tigers. Uh, they'll step off a five-yard uh, penalty against the Tigers. Going to bring up third and five now. Ball's going to be spotted on the plus side of the 50 uh, for the Volunteers. Ball will be at the, the Hanley 49. It's going to bring up third and five here. Yates. Sorry, Chris. Go just going to say there's some confusion about who that was on. You're looking at the Hanley coaching staff and some of the players on the field for Hanley. They're not sure who moved. Uh, well, I think they got Kyle's on it when he walked up on the receiver who was off the line. Yates going to take the snap, going to hand off to McLemore right up the middle, and he's going to be met by a host of Tigers. Looks like Braxton Morton bottled that thing up right in the middle there. Good job by the Hanley defensive front seven. Yeah, no room to run once again for Clay Central. They tried to go up the gut. They went left, right, and now back up the middle, and still no room. Looks like they're going to try to go quick and go, go for it here. Fourth down, going to operate out of the wishbone. Trying to draw Gage, him off sides. He's going to have a hard count. Got to be disciplined here across that front for the Tigers. Gates going to go back under center. Going to have a timeout by the Volunteers here. We're going to take one with them. 152 left here in the first half. Your Tigers leading 16 to 7. We'll be back right after this. Abanda Cafe and Bake Shop, located on Highway 77 in Abanda, is open daily, serving up down-home southern cooking and also specializing in custom cakes and even catering. No event is too large or even too small for the folks at Abanda Cafe and Bake Shop, located at 17200 Highway 77, Wadley, Alabama, by phone at 256-395-6569 or 334-234-1140, on Facebook and online at abandacafe.com. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on the light. We switch the TV channels. Some of us even switch partners while square dancing. Well, maybe that's a stretch. But what's not a stretch is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, State Farm agent Ken Seifert, right here in Roanoke, can switch you over so you can start saving today. Ken and his team are ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood. With Ken Seifert, it's easy to switch and save. Just give him a call. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
And back here at Volunteer Stadium, 152 left here in the first half. Your Hanley Tigers leading 16 to seven over the Clay Central Volunteers. Gonna be fourth down and about uh, five here uh, for the Volunteers. Ball's gonna be spotted at the Hanley 49. And they're Coach gonna go Horn. for it. Coach Chris. Horn's gonna leave his offense on the field. Yates gonna operate out of the shotgun. Twin receivers here to the near side of the field. Gonna take the snap, he's gonna roll here to the near side of the field looking for Simmons out in the flats, gonna connect with him and uh, they're gonna convert and move the chains there, Tim. Good throw and catch from Yates to EJ Simmons out in the flats. A well executed play and the threat of the run by Clay Yates helped set that up. They rolled him out to the right. The defenders didn't wanna commit to him as a runner uh, and, and laid off of him and didn't rush and put him under pressure. EJ Simmons wide open in the flat to pick up the first down. Linebackers gotta stay Ball with us. Spotted at 39, Yates hands off to Heflin. Over the left side and uh, initially had some space, but uh, uh, looked like uh, 14 Jordan West coming down the alley from the safety position, closing that gap and bringing Heflin down uh, after about a two-yard gain. Good effort there by Jordan. We've noted that Jordan has really stepped his game up over the last three or four weeks and uh, become really aggressive coming down that alley, especially in defense of the run. Yates out of the shotgun. He's going to take the snap, going to hand off to McLemore right up the middle, and he's going to run into big Braxton Morton <laughs> right at the line of scrimmage. Braxton going to bring him down. Uh, uh, that's two big men uh, colliding there yeah. along that line of scrimmage. Good job by Braxton uh, wrapping up and bringing him down. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth, Chris. Braxton Morton, the biggest man on that defensive line. McLemore, the biggest man that runs the football for Central. A big collision there in the middle of that on that line. Yeah, we're going to have a timeout on the field. We're going to take one with them. 50 seconds left here in the first half. The Hanley Tigers leading 16 to seven. We'll be back right after this. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount to those 55 and older with certain restrictions. A full deli at all locations. The meat department with a full-time butcher available for freshly cut meat. Be sure to look for the pick five for just $19.99. If you don't have the WM Grocery app, Download it to your smart device today and make shopping easy. WM Grocery with four locations open seven days a week. WM Grocery, Heflin, Piedmont, Dowie, and Roanoke. Raybuck's Farm Supply, getting you ready for the fall. Three different kinds of plot mixes in stock. For you hunters, they have game and trail cameras and buck muscle. Don't forget their farm-raised beef direct from their farm to you. And Raybuck's has commodity blend cattle feed. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram for specials. Just look for their Raybuck sign on Highway 48 in Woodland. Then you'll know you're in the right place. Let Raybuck's Farm Supply get you ready for the fall. And back here at Volunteer Stadium, 50 seconds left here in the first half. The Tigers leading 16 to seven. Uh, Clay Volunteers uh, uh, got a drive going here, Tim, on the plus side of the 50 on the Hanley side of the field. Ball's gonna be spotted uh, at the 31 yard line of the Tigers. Brings up third down and five here for the Volunteers. Yates looking to the sideline. Gonna have single receivers to both sides of the formation. Lone back and number five, Terry Heflin. Yates takes the snap. He's going to drop back. He's going to be looking for Elijah McNeil along the edge. And uh, it's going to be pass interference yeah, against yeah. Hanley, I'm almost certain. Yeah. Cannon yeah. Kyles was there with him step for step, but Kyles didn't look back as the ball was delivered, and that's going to get you tagged every time. He was all over him. Uh, just got to look back and uh, make a play for the ball, and Kyles didn't do that. Going to uh, get tagged with a penalty. Going to extend this drive here and give him a new set of downs, Tim. 
Yeah, the, the, the mistake there was twofold, as you said, Chris. He didn't turn around and look for the ball, and Quade Lewis is down there sort of coaching him up a little bit on that. But also the contact was extremely early before the ball got there. It was one, That's one of the easiest pass yeah. interference calls you'll ever see. I mean, yeah. there's just no argument there at all. Exactly. Ball's going to be spotted at the 16-yard line. Yates going to work out the shotgun. Going to fake the handoff to yep. Heflin. Going to bring it down to the right side. And he's going to be tracked down and forced out of bounds. Oh, come on. By Quade Lewis. Going to have a late hit there. Uh, Sorry. Out of bounds. A uh, little like Jay Haynes uh, delivering the hit out of bounds. Going to get tagged with another uh, big penalty here to extend this drive. Well, the good is that Quade Lewis strung that play out. If you're one-on-one -on, -one on the edge with Quade Lewis, that's not a race you're usually going to win. He had that play snuffed out and ready to be stopped. Haynes came in late. I, I know Lon didn't like the call, yeah. but no, it was, was out of – I wasn't talking about the call. It was out of bounds, and it was late. Haynes just really didn't have any need to do what he did. Yeah. That's what I said. I'll come and, on and he, <laughs> Okay. You can tell You can tell by his body language on the field now, Jay Haynes, he knows he screwed up there and yeah. going to move the chains again for this, uh, uh, this volunteer offense, move them closer uh, to the goal line. Ball's going to be spotted inside the – Inside the 10, probably around the 6, the best I can tell. Bryant, can you tell us exactly where the spot is? Uh, yes, sir, right about the 7. Ball's going to be spotted at the 7. That's our Mike Fields, man on the field, Bryant Whaley. Not only that, the penalties keep stopping the clock. It does. <laughs> going to have 34 seconds left here in this first half. Going to operate out of the wishbone. Yates going to take the snap, hand off to Macla, uh, excuse me, McNeil. Oh, over great the right tackle. side. Great job by Jordan West coming up again uh, in defense of the run. Great job, recognition there by Jordan West uh, to bring Elisha McNeil down. The recognition and the execution, the technique mm -hmm. to bring him down, a good form tackle, had him by the waist, brought him down, didn't, didn't let him get out of the open field. Under 10 seconds here to go, going to take the snap. Yates is going to look for McNeil down the field, going to connect with him. Uh, Going to connect with him for the score. Uh, Maurice Cameron was right there on Yates, uh, delivering the hit as he threw the ball, but he's able to connect with McNeil. Uh, about the one-yard line, McNeil turns, takes it into the end zone here with about four seconds left in the first half. Yeah, McNeil just leaked out of the backfield, and nobody went with him defensively for Hanley. He was wide open in the flat. The only question was whether Yates was going to be able to get the throw off. He did, and it was an easy completion for a touchdown. Number four, Beck Friedman going to be the holder. Clay Yates doing the kicking. Got the snap. Kick is up. The kick is good. With four seconds left here in the ball, uh, excuse me, the first half, the Clay Volunteers uh, 14, the Hanley Tigers 16. We're going to stay with it here, according to our producer, Lon Hurst. And, uh, Tim, you know, turn of events there, that, that drive extended by numerous penalties uh, on the part of the Hanley Tigers, able to get uh, the Volunteers down inside the red zone, and they're able to put it in the end zone there uh, with the throw and catch from Yates to McNeil. Uh, and, uh pull within two two points here of our Hanley Tigers. And Central doing sort of what they need to do in order of in, in terms of taking what the defense is giving them. Hanley stacked up against the run ready to defend that aspect of the ball game and twice now they've been able to get the ball in the end zone through the air. We mentioned you know, earlier Yates came in with just five mm -hmm. touchdown passes, two already here in the first half and all of their points have come through the air for Central so Hanley 
probably, possibly maybe an adjustment that needs to be made there and, uh, in terms and, of balancing out their defense. And both of them out of the wishbone yeah, set. Wishbone set. And uh, wishbone. that's not a set that we're normal uh, that we normally see. And uh, Chris, both times you, able to slip out uh, the halfback uh, McNeil both times. Yep. Do you play? What do you do? Play man up there? Or, or, yeah, I guess you, 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 you got gra- to grab your man. Yeah, you yeah. got you got to jam him at the line of scrimmage uh, when he comes through. Can't let him come through clean. Yeah. Uh, deep for Hanley is going to be Tate Meadows, Quade Lewis, Maurice Cameron. Clay Yates with the kick. He's going to deliver the kick. Low kick on the ground. Going to be covered up there by Jordan West. Uh, going to have about 2.8 seconds left. Tigers will set up shop there around uh, the 37-yard line uh, for this possession. And the difference here, Tim, uh, the safety, the score by our defense, uh, able to get uh, – uh, flip the field there and uh, force the safety early uh, here in the first half, and that's going to be the difference in the ball game uh, as we go here. Probably what's going to be the last play of the first half. Cannon Kyle's going to be the quarterback. Think they'll throw one deep here? I think so. Uh, nope. We're wrong. Going to hand off to <laughs> Tate Meadows over the left side. Meadows going to get the ball out. Uh, to about the 46-yard line. That's going to be the last play of the first half. Uh, your ha- the score here at the end of the first half, your Hanley Tigers leading 16 uh, to 14 over the Clay Volunteers. We're going to step aside, and we'll be back and uh, wrap up uh, or recap the first half here. You're listening to Hanley Tiger Football on the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Do you have a ton of stuff and not enough room? Let Randolph County Mobile Homes help you with the perfect storage building. From 8x8 to 12x32, Randolph County Mobile Homes offers the best and largest selection. Free delivery, rent to own, no credit check, fast and easy with low down payments and a wide selection of colors and styles to choose from. Visit Randolph County Mobile Homes today and let their kind and friendly staff assist you. Randolph County Mobile Homes, Highway 431 in Roanoke. And back here at Volunteer Stadium at the half, you're your Hanley Tigers leading 16 to 14 over the Clay uh, Central Volunteers. Tim, like we talked about in the waning moments uh, of the first half. And uh, excuse me, let me do one thing right here. I'm having to read these ads. Uh, our second quarter was uh, sponsored in part uh, by Express Chicken and Fish. Uh, and uh, go see them at Express Chicken and Fish at Bonners Point Shopping Center. They have uh, burgers, wings, fish, pork chops, Fried chicken, good food. Go out there and see them and uh, pay them a visit and uh, have supper at Express Chicken and Fish, Bonners Point Shopping Center. But back to the first half, Tim, uh, you know, the difference in the ball game thus far is a safety uh, by our Hanley Tiger defense, and uh, that's where we sit here going into the half. And it's a big time. We talked about the big time matchup between two ranked teams, uh, two teams that have a, their eye on making a deep playoff run and their respective classifications. And it's the kind of game, for, to me, where you see the big-time players making making plays. You, you know, you look at Hanley's side of it. Yeah, the defense got the safety. Well, Hanley's defense has been lights out all year. But then you look at the offense and the other ways that they've scored. Tay Meadows, two two touchdown runs. Your 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 all-state running back is doing his job tonight uh, offensively. And then you look at the other side, Elisha McNeil. Not the con- not the conventional way mm-hmm. that you would expect Central to do it, but McNeil has been the player for them all year. He catches a pair of touchdown passes from Clay Yates, and that's their point. So, I mean, two two. Very good teams turning to their best players to make plays in a game uh, that obviously matters a lot to both of these teams. And it's become the caliber of game that we were hoping to see, a two-point yes. ball game here at halftime. And that's what we expected when we came over here. 
expect it to be a close ball game. And, uh, uh, of course, the, the Volunteers will get the opening kickoff of the second half. But uh, back to a few notes on the first half. We knew weather was going to be a factor in this ball game. Uh, that was uh, – we talked about it. That was uh, a question that uh, Bryant, our Mike Fields man on the field, posed to Coach Strain. And right out of the gate, the opening snap, it was a factor. Uh, Ty Fetner had a trouble handling the opening snap. We put the ball on the ground a couple of different times due to uh, bad snaps. So did the Volunteers. Uh, had trouble with it. Uh, it's still misting rain. You look in the lights, it's still a lot of precipitation falling. Uh, kind of settled in uh, and got over some of that stuff. But, uh, you know, that has been a factor tonight. Yeah, it was definitely an adjustment, right? I mean, they, they both teams probably were told, hey, the ball's going to be slick. The ball's going to be wet. But you can't simulate that really in warm-ups as much. You can't really – simulate any of that in practice obviously in, in dry conditions so to come out in the in the game situation you really just have to adjust on the fly and we saw some mistakes made while they were doing that and uh but for the most part i think through that second quarter that really kind of went away and now these teams have adjusted to these conditions and are taking care of the football yeah and one of the differences too uh we talked about it a little bit in the second quarter uh the wishbone you know yeah. hanley doesn't traditionally the teams that we play uh, throughout the year, we don't see the bushbone. We see the spread offense. They're going to spread the field and uh, throw the ball and try to use, utilize their speed out on the edge. Uh, and uh, the Volunteers have lined up and at two scoring drives or scored out of the wishbone set. Uh, finding McNeil uh, out of the backfield, uh, Yates did hitting him for the for the touchdown. But uh, traditionally, I'm sure uh, that's not a, a formation that we see and we see a lot. And I'm sure Coach Straining then. His staff worked on it this week, but they're going to go in and make some adjustments to that, I'm sure, uh, coming out of the half. So hopefully we'll fare better uh, against that formation. Tim, I was going to say, you can simulate it in practice. We used to have a trash can full of water, and you just dump the ball in it and go play with it. Well, but that, that that doesn't make the grass wet or the, right. the field wet or the you know all of the other – the intensity of the game environment is – is still a part yeah. of it that's, that's well, difficult yeah. to simulate, well, too. Yeah, practice is practice, and it's hard to, to simulate, simulate game-type situations. Speed, and, game and, situation, yeah, and yeah. Emotion, adrenaline, whole nine yards, a lot of different factors. You know, you can do uh, your best at practice as a coaching staff to simulate the game-type situation, but it's just nothing like well, lining up and, and playing the game. And, two, when you're back there at quarterback at practice and – you know, quarterbacks don't get hit at practice, and they know they're not going to get hit at practice. You get in a game, and you're looking who's who's coming off of what edge and everything, and then the ball comes when you're not ready. And we saw that with Yates on the safety. I mean, he yeah. fumbled that snap, and that concern probably was playing in his mind. Where's where's the trouble coming from? You know, you didn't get hit at practice. No, nah, I told him. <laughs> oh, you. Uh, I did up until my senior year. Oh but. gosh quarterbacks <laughs> uh, oh man. but uh yeah but uh nonetheless great ball game and we we expected that here uh at volunteer stadium here tonight and uh, uh of course the, the clay volunteer band no that's the hanley band Hanley's uh, out hanley, there yeah we've been, I, it's been backwards yeah that's our hanley band uh, they're not in their traditional uniforms tonight they are yeah. in their Halloween costumes, I think. They're all the dressed like zombies to zombies. do this Michael Jackson uh, yeah. show that they do. And this, okay. is a, this is a fun show to watch for, for the band. Yeah, and uh, we have a great band. They, they put a lot of effort uh, uh, into their halftime show, and they, they compete, uh, go to a lot of competitions. Tim knows firsthand you've got a daughter in yeah. the band. Yeah, the, and, the, uh, the pit section is the best section. They, yeah. you know, they, they play down there. They play the bells and the xylophones, and that's, that's where right. my daughter is. That's so there's. Right. 
I'm not biased about that opinion but, at all. No, yeah. Well, Miss Daniel and, and Mr. Watson have done an excellent job, and the band's up in numbers um, and going to competitions and, and getting superior marks at competitions, and, and that's what you want to see out of your band program. Chris, you going to get any stats? Well, I hadn't got them yet. Uh, hopefully my, my contact with the, the stat crew will send me that in just a minute, and we'll have that. We'll, we'll step aside here and hear from some of our advertisers. Uh, appreciate all our sponsors that make this possible on Friday nights for us and allow us to come and uh, bring you this broadcast. So we're going to step away and hear from some of those good folks, and we'll be back uh, and uh, with our halftime show right after this. There's a little oasis at the intersection of Highway 431 and South Main Street in Roanoke. They call it Corner One. Locals know it as a place to drop by for a cold fountain drink and a snack. And as a place for some friendly conversation from what's the weather going to do to Henley Athletics. Corner One is kind of like country come to town. It has the feel of the old community mom and pop gas stations. Owner John Glass sees to that. There are lots of places to get gas and snacks in these parts, but only one Corner One. Stop by and fuel up today. Corner One, intersection of Highway 431 and South Main in Roanoke. For all of your farmers for all of your pharmaceutical needs, check out Emerging Home Care Pharmacy, located on Highway 431 in Roanoke. Our hometown service and great prices meet excellent health care, providing injections including flu, pneumonia, and the shingles, and now offering walk-in COVID vaccinations. EHC Pharmacy provides diabetes education and massage therapy by appointment. Fast, efficient filling of your prescriptions and our drive through for your convenience open 9 to 6 Monday through Friday at 8 to 12 on Saturday. Stop by today and see what Emerging Home Care Pharmacy can do for you. And back here at Volunteer Stadium, we're going to have some uh, halftime scores for you. Go through these uh, string of text here. Looks like the, the Wadley Bulldogs are leading over Spring Garden 13-7. That's at the half. Senior night in Wadley tonight. Uh, uh, also, Woodland uh, playing Horseshoe Bend at home. Senior night there as well. They're down 7 uh, to nothing. Uh, let's see. Had an update on uh, Randolph County and Cleburne County. Uh, 35 to nothing at the half. Cleveland County up on the Randolph County Tigers. Uh, uh, trying to see here. Braves and Astros scoreless. Top of three according to, to Adam. Uh, Adam Slay there uh, keeping us updated on that score. Uh, and that's all we had in the tech stream. Not a not a whole lot of games of interest yeah. you know, as far it, as us. A lot of stuff's already set. Uh, yeah, a lot of it's uh, settled and uh, – uh, know, know where we're going uh, for the playoffs. And uh, what'd you say that Spring Garden, thirteen to seven at 13 the thirteen to seven at the half widely. Okay, I mean that's kind of a that's kind of a big game. We talked yeah. about this last night on the show, uh, you know the the, the preview show uh, for the weekend, and and how Spring Garden and Wadley both going into that game undefeated, nine and zero, both looking for Spring Garden looking for the first ten and zero season in the school history. Uh, in that game, and, and Wadley looking to go 10 and 0 for the first time since 2005. So, you know, the, nothing as far as playoffs positioning on on the line for either one of those teams. Just pride, but yeah. pride and, and the, the the ability to say, hey, we went we went 10 and 0, we yeah. we, we went undefeated. So, well, and then the other thing about that game is is, is Wadley playing a a good 2A Spring Garden heading into the playoffs, exactly and, right. and and they go in there and win this game tonight. They got to feel you don't want to be overconfident. But they got to be very confident going into the playoffs that they can run it all the way to Birmingham. Yeah, and that's that's a good test for them because, like we said also last night during the show, that Wiley really hasn't been tested that much here lately. Uh, they've had some lopsided wins over the past few weeks, 
and, and to get that test, to get a sense of somebody sort of pushing you back, pushing back against you and making you work for what you're getting, that's what you're going to see down the road in the playoffs. And if you can be ready for that, get a taste for that, that, that could be very beneficial for Wadley. Exactly. Lon, let's step away. I got the stats here on the phone. We'll review those at the break and uh, come back and bring you the first half stats. Um, got about 10 minutes left here in the half. Going to step away and hear from some of our sponsors. You're listening to Hanley Tiger Football on the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Air Control in Roanoke, your heating and cooling MVP for many years. Air Control installs quality, affordable carrier systems and has experienced technicians that are trained to repair and maintain any HVAC system. Visit Air Control today at their new office located at 4547 Highway 431 in Roanoke or call 863-7700. Remember, if you had called Air Control, you'd be cool by now. Air Control, Alabama license number 92297. If you love watching listening to the game on iSchool Sports Network, you'll love reading about it in the Randolph Leader and on therandolphleader.com. All the big plays from the big games, the game-changing moments, and the players that made them happen. Daily updates on therandolphleader.com keep you up to speed all week long. Find stats, photos, stories, and complete coverage online and in our weekly print edition every Wednesday. Full-scale coverage of every local high school plus Southern Union Athletics to online subscriptions for as low as $26 per year. So check it out after the game, the Randolph Leader and therandolphleader.com. And back here at Volunteer Stadium, uh, we're at the half. Your Hanley Tigers leading 16 to 14 over the volunteers of uh, Clay Central High School. And I'm gonna get that wrong every time. <laughs> Central of Clay High School. Uh, but we have some halftime stats. Tim, go ahead with those. Well, for you Hanley fans and you Tay Meadows fans, this is good news. Tay Meadows already over 200 yards, 16 carries, 202 yards, two touchdowns. He's had a lot of long runs, uh, a handful of them that have been 50-plus, and he has uh, looked like the Tay Meadows of old, people bouncing off of him, uh, shedding tackles, putting his foot in the ground, changing directions. It has been a very good first half for Tay Meadows, and that's pretty much all the offense uh, for Hanley. They've completed two passes for three yards as a total. The, the other uh, players that have carried the ball have totaled 12 yards. So Tay Meadows has been the offense in the first half for Hanley. He's over a thousand yards now for the season and has now rushed for 18 touchdowns on the season as well. So uh, a big night in the in the making for Tay Meadows. On the other side for Clay Central, well, if you just looked at the total numbers, you would think Hanley was winning this game by about 20 points. But uh, Central has got them where they count. Terry Heflin just 11 carries. For 27 yards. He's their leading rusher, but where they've got uh, been effective has been with the, the three passes that they've completed. Clay Yates, three of six in the passing game, just 39 yards, but two touchdowns that he has thrown, both to Elisha McNeil, and that's uh, that's the stats that matter, really, is those two touchdown passes for Clay Central uh, and their ability to take advantage of some short fields, uh, aided by some penalties by Hanley to help them get down the field, why the offensive numbers aren't as high as you might think. Uh, for a team that scored a couple of touchdowns. But uh, nonetheless, they've taken advantage of the opportunities presented to them and uh, only trail this thing 16-14 to 14 at the half. The, the only one time they had the opportunity to drive the field, we got the safety. That's I mean, right. the rest of the time they've had a short field. Um, I want to make real quick uh, for all our listeners, just want to remind everybody next week when we go to the playoffs, whether you're, you're going to be listening and watching Hanley or Woodland or Wadley, it doesn't matter. We will be switching over to NFHS Network to broadcast the video side of the game. 
So you will have to get an NFHS subscription if you if yours from last year is lapsed or if you didn't you've never had one, you'll have to get a subscription 9.99 a month I think is what it is. And um, and then you can uh, watch the games, uh, and that's and you can watch every game. So I mean, you don't have to purchase every week like you do right now, or have had to do in the regular season. Yeah, and if it's a month, all of the playoff games, the four yeah. rounds of the playoff games, will take place in the month of November. So you're covered there if you're wanting to follow the playoff. Absolutely, exactly, and that's of course that's not by uh, our choice. That's by rule of the Alabama uh, High School Athletic Association, and uh, uh, but uh, we'll be. I don't know what the proper term is, but you'll be hearing us on the radio and watching NFHS broadcast as far as the video side. So that's that's the way it'll have to be starting next week. And Lon gave you those details, and I'm sure Adam will post it over the course of the week to try to get the word out as well. Yeah, go to the the Facebook page for High School Sports Network. Uh, dot com and you'll have all that information as we go forward uh, into the playoffs. Uh, looks like the rain's picking up a little bit here at the halftime. Get the, the field good and wet to start <laughs> the second half, and hopefully we don't have uh, the issues we did uh, as we started the ball game with uh, the ball handling issues uh, because of the precipitation. But uh, got about five minutes left here uh, in the halftime. Milan, you want to? Uh, step away and uh, yeah, we'll grab a. We'll step away a minute, come yeah, back, and then uh, and we'll carry it into uh, get ready for the second with, half. Of this second ball half game. and preferred spots for that. Did you know there's a place where you can get good neighborhood service and surprisingly great rates on home and auto insurance? Yep, and the place is, ta-da, State Farm. Here's the deal. State Farm agent Ken Seifert is your go-to agent in Roanoke for the service you deserve at a price you want. Stop shopping around. State Farm agent Ken Seifert has you covered. Call 334-863-2610 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Logging equipment, bulldozers, backhoes, and yes, even Grandpa's old tractor. Remember Bama Diesel Repair, LLC in Woodland, Alabama. Bama Diesel, open Monday through Friday 7 to 4 and Saturday 7 to 12. Bama Diesel Repair, Woodland, Alabama. Call us, 256-201-3685. Let us crank your tractor. She thinks my tractor's sexy. And we're back here about three minutes, uh, 40 seconds left here uh, in the halftime performance of uh, the Clay Volunteer uh, Band performing now. Um, Tim, uh, coming out after the halftime, uh, the volunteers will get the opening kickoff. Uh, they'll have a chance to uh, do what uh, Wes Kinsey used to call the double-double, you know, on us. Hopefully uh, the handling defense can stiffen here and uh, stop them. But, uh, you know, nonetheless, they're going to get the ball to start the second half. And really what you – you know, we, we talked about the stats before this last break. Statistically, the Hanley defense has, has done its job. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, they, and they've gotten two points on the board as well. Got to cut down on the mistakes. I mean, I know that you guys have, have, have been talking about it and, and mentioning it almost all year long, and, and even the couple of games that I did with you too. I mean, we've seen it where penalties have really hurt Hanley and, and sort of prolonged drives for the other team, uh, set them up for, for scoring opportunities. We saw that in the first half. If Hanley can play sound defense, mistake-free defense, I like the way they're playing. They're, they're, they look good, and as Lon said during the break, up front on both sides of the ball, Hanley has looked strong, solid, controlled the trenches for the most part. 
Uh, so if they can continue to do that, limit mistakes, limit penalties, don't enable the other team through the things that you're doing, uh, then I think I like Hanley's chances. And and hopefully we'll see that on this first possession of the second half. Yeah, I think so. You're exactly right. Uh, uh, all season long, our front seven on that, uh, that defensive front have played really, really good. That was a question mark coming into the season, the linebacking core. Uh, you know, we lost – it was depleted uh, by graduation. We lost Jake Cottle and uh, Christian Jones, both of them going on to play at the next level. And uh, uh, But Amaje uh, Williams and Aiden O'Neill both have stepped in and done a tremendous job uh, in the middle of that defense from the middle linebacker position and really solidified – uh, that uh, that linebacking core there uh, for the Hanley defense. Of course, up front, you had the pieces there. Uh, you know, Brian uh, Joyner, Coach Strain mentioned it. Uh, you all uh, highlighted him uh, in the, the coaches show, uh, been invited to play in the North-South All-Star game for Menace Honor Big deal. For, for Brian yeah, and, a, and for this team. It's a great team. honor for him. It's great recognition individually for the player, but it's great recognition for the program. <coughs> and uh, I know he'll go there in December and uh, perform well and uh, hopefully set himself up that he can play. I think he's got the talent yes. to play at the next level uh, along a defensive front or even uh, along an offensive line somewhere. Uh, just got to get the opportunity. And Yeah, and that's one thing that Coach and I talked about after the show, after we went off the air, the coaches show the other night is, you know, the fact that this game, this North-South game, is now played in December it used to be a thing that took place in the summer after a player's senior year where they really don't have an opportunity to be seen because coaches at the college level at that point had already set their rosters. So, uh, you know, sort of a, a good opportunity for Brian Joyner because playing in December, you don't know where you're going to go play college ball yet. You have the ability to do that, and now coaches have the ability to see you, offer you a scholarship, or offer you an opportunity to play for them. So hopefully Brian Joyner can take, care, take, take advantage of that yeah. playing in that North-South. And he's been a, a staple on this football team, especially defensively. Uh, for the last three seasons. Oh, a seasons. huge part yeah, of it, yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, Coach Strange said his name doesn't get called right. Now, that may be over the public address <laughs> announcer, but on iSchool Sports Network, we call his name a lot. Uh, he's been a tremendous player uh, for this Hanley football team. Uh, got both teams coming out, getting warmed up, getting ready for the second half. Uh, we're going to step away and uh, hear from our sponsors. We'll be back with the second half in just a few moments. Planning for your retirement, funding your children's education, or building a legacy to leave your family does not have to be scary or complicated. The Knowles Group has over 20 years of experience helping families in Randolph County achieve their financial goals, and we would love to help you achieve yours. We have the experience and the expertise necessary to help you navigate the world of financial planning for any stage of life. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. The Knowles Group, 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. 
Come into a family-friendly atmosphere at Lowry Drugs and Gifts, a full-service pharmacy offering unique, fun, and memorable gift items, women's and children's clothing, even a bridal registry. You will find a pharmacist eager to share their expert knowledge, and if your doctor prescribes a medicine that your insurance won't pay for, they will gladly offer you a covered equivalent. For your convenience, a covered drive through is also offered. Lowry Drugs and Gifts, 3705 Highway 431, Roanoke, Alabama, 863-6337. Some things change, but not First Bank, where quality customer service remains the same. First Bank's Go Mobile app, allowing customers access to their accounts on the go. Home loans with longer terms, no minimum loan amounts, all types of loans you need service from the local branches. Just another reason you'll like banking with us. First Bank in Roanoke on Highway 431 next to Burger King and branches in Wadley, Hollis Crossroads, Rockford, and Goodwater. You'll like banking with us. Member FDIC. And back here at Volunteer Stadium, uh, getting ready to get this second half uh, kicked off. Both teams uh, back on the field, getting warmed up. Uh, of course, your Hanley Tigers leading uh, this contest 16-14 to 14 over the Volunteers of Clay Central High School. And uh, Tim, uh, getting ready for this second half, and we, we talked in extended, uh, an extended halftime show, but uh, what do you think the Tigers got to do here in the second half to try to get some distance between uh, them and the, the Volunteers. Well, continue feeding Tay Meadows. I mean, he's a hot hand right now with, uh, with over 200 yards in the first half. Obviously, you want to see more of that from him. Let him be effective carrying the football. And again, like we said, limit the mistakes defensively. If you can just play sound defense, mistake-free <laughs> defense, stay in your gaps. Uh, try not, Don't try to make the, the superhuman play. Just make the, the play that you know you're capable of making and that you're asked to make. And uh, I think Hanley will be okay here through the second half. I think you hit the nail on the head there, Tim. Uh, minimize mistakes, protect the ball, uh, get sustained drives, and I think uh, we can take, take control of this ball game. Uh, got to get it started here, though, early. And uh, uh, while we got force, just a second, three Chris, and out. Yeah, while we got just a second, just a shout-out to the diehard Hanley fans that have come over here in this weather. Uh, we appreciate everybody that's, that's home at, and, and warm listening to us right now, but also love the – to see the Hanley family out here representing uh, and supporting this Hanley team here in Lineville tonight. I look across the way, and the, the bleachers on the other side are sparsely populated with Central fans. The weather has kept a lot of people away, but and that's unfortunate for a game like this, but uh, certainly proud of the way the Hanley family has shown up tonight. You're exactly right. Uh, our visitor stands are full. Everybody's huddled up, got their ponchos <laughs> and their umbrellas, but uh, they're weathering that storm, and we appreciate it, and I know – Coach Strain and uh, his staff and his team appreciate it as well. Yeah. All right, looks like we're going to get this thing kicked off here. Going to have uh, Terry Heflin along with Elijah McNeil deep for the Volunteers. We're going to have a uh, new kicker here. Looks like number uh, 33, uh, Coy Potts for the Tigers, uh, handling the kickoff duties here in the second half. <coughs> Rain's coming down pretty steady, a steady heavy mist. Uh, hopefully that's not going to be a factor for our Tigers here in the second half. We are underway. P Potts with a kick going to be fielded uh, by McNeil around the 20-yard line. He's going to try to bring the ball upfield. He's upended there by Quad A. Lewis. Uh, that's where the, the Volunteers will set, set up shop uh, uh, for their first series of the night. Uh, our third quarter tonight is brought to you in part by OK Tire. Oil changes, brakes, alignments, and all kinds of auto services. Tires that fit any budget. OK Tire Store. Highway 431, Roanoke. 
Ball will be spotted at the 29-yard line, 28-29-yard line of the Volunteers where they'll start here. Going to have a single receiver in, Lindsey, number 10 here to the near side of the field. Heflin, lone back in the backfield. He's going to take the handoff from Yates. Looking for a room up the middle, and he's going to be met by a host of Tigers there. Uh, nothing doing on the first down carry. Yeah, contact almost immediately at the line of scrimmage. That's sort of been the norm. Like we said, there's been a solid defensive technique up front by this Hanley defensive line, by the linebackers plugging those holes. There has not been much space for these running backs to run for Central tonight. Same, same thing there on that first play. Yeah, the matchup there in the middle with Braxton Morton. Uh, in the center and two guards, I think he's going to have the size advantage there. And mm-hmm. Probably taking more than one uh, One of their offensive linemen uh, dedicated to Braxton. Yates going to take the snap handoff to Heflin over the right side. He's going to find some space in the second level and finally uh, brought down from behind by Aiden O'Neill, but not before they pick up the yardage uh, for the first down. Yeah, so there hasn't been a lot of space right up the gut in between the tackles where they have had some success as a play like that where he goes around the edge uh, gets that edge sealed off and is able to find some space uh, running a little bit to the wide side there. Yates taking the snap. He's going to hand off to Hefflin again. Off the right side, off tackle. Uh, going to pick up about, about four yards on the carry. Uh, off tackle on the right side there. Yeah, again, stretching it out. Running sort of along the line of scrimmage, not north and south. And that's where they found a little bit more success and sort of going back to that same area of the field on back-to-back plays. Yeah, going to bring up second down and six here, second down and seven for the Volunteers. Heflin going to be the running back. Yates calling for the snap, snaps high, hands off to Heflin up the middle. Uh, hit initially there by Tamari and Phillips along that line of scrimmage, but Heflin able to break that tackle, uh, advance the ball out to around uh, the 48-yard line where it brings up third down uh, for the Volunteers. And another big third down. We talked about how important momentum has been tonight and here's a third and relatively short. Central's got a shot to to convert this but can Hanley shut him down right here make him make a a, a decision on fourth down. Going to have McLemore in the I formation. Number 29. Yates going to hand off to McLemore right up the middle. He's going to barrel his way forward. Looks like he's going to be close. Uh, to the line of game. They're going to have a timeout on the field here. To He's going to have the yardage for uh, the first down. Yeah, McLemore just got ahead of steam, bulled his way ahead, pounded right in the middle of that line, and got the necessary yardage. Going to operate out of the eye formation again. Going to hand off to McLemore over the right side. He's going to be hit. Going to pick up about a yard on the carry, but uh, McLemore, as you said, is a big kid. You know, he's... I'd say around 5'10", 5'11", probably 215, 220. He's a handful once he gets ahead of steam uh, going downhill. And uh, But uh, the defense met the task there, able to bring him down after a yard gain. And you might be getting to the point in the drive now where it's been pound, pound, pound. Every play's been a run. Watch for them to slip that back out. Look for that pass. It may be coming here sometime soon. Going to operate out of the eye formation. McNeil, the halfback. McLemore, the fullback. Lindsey, the lone receiver here to the near side of the field, moving from our right to the left. Delay game. Going to have a delay game 
against the Volunteers. No, no they're, they're going to get a timeout. Going to get a timeout. We'll take one with them. 831 left here in the third quarter. Your Hanley Tigers up 16 to 14. Quattlebaum Funeral Home is proud to be family owned and operated with a long-standing tradition of providing caring and compassionate services. Here when you need us since 1930, 91 years of service in your time of need. Providing pre-arrangement or at-need funeral services to family satisfaction. Handling all types of cemetery work from headstones to coping walls. Quattlebaum Funeral Home serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Our family serving yours during your time of need. These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in-person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hello, fo- Hello football fans! Over the past year, Southwire and our communities have come together as a team to tackle the pandemic, and we've made incredible strides toward the end zone. This year, as we continue to focus on our health and safety, we hope that same level of teamwork and success continues on the field this football season. Become a part of the winning team and join the people behind the power today. To find a list of open positions, visit careers.southwire.com. Again, that's careers.southwire.com. And back here at Volunteer Stadium, 8.31 left here in the third quarter. Your Tigers are leading 16-14 over the Volunteers. Volunteers are going to have possession of the ball. Going to be second nine. Ball spotted at the Hanley 46-yard line. Volunteers are going to operate out of the I formation. Back to more of the fullback. McNeil, the running back. Gates going to take the snap. He's going to look for a receiver down the field. And uh, looked like it was intended is that number eight, Wentzel, out on the, the far side of the field, uh, defended by Cannon Kyles, just a dying duck there, not able to, to get the ball down the field very far was Yates. Yeah, I don't know if that ball was tipped at the line or what happened on that throw, but it fell about 10 to 15 yards short of where the receiver was, nowhere near his intended receiver downfield. Uh, did not get enough on that throw. And, again, I don't know if it was deflected or, or disrupted in some way, but uh, – a big third down for Hanley. Yeah, third down and nine here for the Volunteers. Going to operate out of the pistol formation is Yates. Going to have uh, trips receivers to the far side of the field in McNeil, Simmons, and Whistle. Lindsey to the near side of the field. Heflin the lone back. Yates going to take the snap, drop back. He's under pressure, looking for receiver down the field. Along the far sideline, he's upended by Maurice Why? Cameron. And going to have a flag uh, thrown over the far side of the field there as Mark uh, Maurice Cameron upends Clay Yates. So Yates rolled out, flushed out of the pocket, chased by Big D Ladarius Johnson. He turned the corner on him and was moving upfield, but he was, had nowhere to go, was headed towards the sideline, and Maurice Cameron apparently hit him late over there. Yeah, it's hard to tell from our vantage point. It's all the way on the far side of the field unless Yates was already out of bounds and Cameron upended him nonetheless. Uh, going to get a fresh set of downs here, Tim. That's what we talked about on the last possession of the first half. The Volunteers extended drives based on penalties on the Hanley defense. And, and again, they get a fresh set of downs and that uh, one was, from a penalty. Right, and that one was on third down where it would have been a stop. He was yeah. short. He was out of bounds, short of the, of the line again. So it would have been fourth down. 
Yates going to operate again out of the I formation. Going to hand off to McLemore over the right side. He's hit initially at the line of scrimmage. Able to break a couple of tackles, get along the edge, and picks up positive yardage on the first down carry. Looks like about, about six yards on the first down carry. And McLemore starting to get into a little bit of a rhythm. He came into this game not being used very much out of the backfield as a runner. He's uh, been primarily more of a defensive player and a blocker uh, on the offensive side, but he's gotten a few carries on this drive and has been very effective. Yates under center, going to take the snap, going to hand off to McLemore over the right side, and he's going to be bottled up at the line of scrimmage by this Hanley defense. Uh, host of Tigers there uh, to bring him down. Like Braxton Morton, Brian Joyner, uh, and Tamari and Phillips going to be the three Tigers along that, that, that defensive front, just collapsing that front and closing, his, uh, closing the hole up there and bringing him down. Brings up third down and four here. Ball at the 26 of the Tigers. Yates with a count, looking to the sideline. Changing the play. Going to take the snap. Going to hand off to Heflin right up the middle. No, he's going to call his own number. Uh, the Tiger defense sniffed that out uh, from the get-go there and able to, to bust that up in the backfield. And it looked like a miscommunication or some kind of That's busted quiet. play on that on that one. He, he changed something, like you said, Chris. Yeah. He went back and said something to the mm. running back. And then when he snapped it, the, they were not on the same page. They ran into each other. And by the time they figured out what they were doing, Hanley was there to make the tackle. Yeah, going to bring up fourth and seven here. Ball at the 29-yard 20, line of the Tigers. Looks like Coach Horn's going to leave his offense on the field. Yates going to operate out of the pistol. Going to have uh, twin receivers to the far side in, Wentzel and McNeil. Heflin, the lone back, low snap. Yates going to take the snap, drop back, setting up, trying to set up the screen with yeah. Heflin. Blocking the back. And okay. Heflin's going to get out in space there. Got the block in the back. Going to get yardage for the first down, but there's going to be flags on the play. We'll have to see how this shakes out here. Blocking the back on Clay County. That was our Mike Fields man on the field, saying he believes it's a block in the back on Clay County. We'll see what the officials say here. Yeah. Yep. Going to be a penalty against the Clay Volunteers, which will negate that uh, big throw and catch. Just set up the screen. Had a, had a well executed play here. And Hanley had a chance to get him down, get Heflin down, and just couldn't bring him down. Missed a couple of tackles there. Uh, but uh, we're going to be the beneficiary of a penalty to back him up uh, to the 26 yard line. So actually, fourth down. Yeah, a little bit of a net gain in, in terms of where they were previously on the play, but still fourth down. And a, and a longer situation. Ball's going to be spotted at the 28-yard line of, or 27-yard line of the Tigers. 13th play of this drive. Let's see if Hanley can put a stop to it right here. Yates going to operate out of the shotgun. Heflin going to be his lone back. Yates going to call for the snap. Going to roll out to the far side of the field, looking for a receiver down the field. And he's going to be under pressure by Coy White. And he's going to find E.J. Simmons along the sideline over there. Got another flag. Got another flag here. It's going to be on holding. The, on the near side. Our bright. Got a hold right on away there, Mike Fields. Man on the field is telling us it's going to be a holding call. Going to be a holding call confirmed by the White Hat. And that will back him up. We'll try fourth down again, Tim. <laughs> 
We'll I give think, another shot at it. I think whoever was on quad A coming through there is the one that got it. Yeah, on the backside as they were mm -hmm. pursuing the play. See where they'll spot this. Hopefully third time's a charm on yeah. fourth down for Hanley as they continue to go backwards. 529 here left in the third quarter. Gonna be another fourth down try here. Now they're gonna change personnel here, Tim. Punt it. Gonna punt it. Try to play the field position uh, game here. Well, I mean, this worked for Hanley. Almost a very it similar uh, position in the field when Hanley punted and the ensuing possession resulted in a safety. So maybe that's in the back of Danny Horn's mind making this decision right now. Quade Lewis deep for Hanley. Clay Yates for the Volunteers doing the punting. Going to be a high kick. Quade Lewis going to field it about the five-yard line. Going to get it out to about the 11, and that's where the Tigers will – Set up shop here with 5.18 left in the third quarter. Hanley leading 16-14. to 14. We'll be back right after this. In the market for power equipment to assist in making life easier around your yard? Well, that wait is over. Meadows Farm Equipment in Wedowie is your one-stop place. From Husqvarna mowers, chainsaws, weed eaters, blowers, gas, or battery powered, look no further than the good folks at Meadows Farm Equipment. Farm implements, harrows and plows by Rhino and Dirt Dog. Trimmers and saws. Meadows, also your local dealer for Spartan mowers. Come by and check out our selection today. Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Wedowie or online at Meadows Farm Equipment. And first down carry coming out of the timeout uh, by Tay Meadows off the right side, or excuse me, off the left flag. side. Holding gonna call against us. Going to have a flag on the play. Going to be a holding call against the Hanley Tigers. Going to back them up. The TV yeah, timeout we, guy still standing out there, but we're playing football. Yeah, I think he's been told to get off the field. Um that's the reason we got caught in the break. The TV, this is being televised by some network, and uh, they get the TV timeouts, and he stepped on the field, but we kept playing football, and we got caught in the middle of a, uh, an ad. But uh, going to try first down again. Are the Tigers' ball is going to be spotted at our own four-yard line. Cannon Kyle is going to be your quarterback. Low snap, he's going to field it. Hard to tell exactly what happened there. I know the, the snap was low. Brian, could you tell what happened on the exchange? Yeah, as soon as the Cannon got the snap, he fumbled the ball, and but luckily it looks like we got, we kept it, but we're going to be down to the three-yard line. Yeah, going to lose a yard on the play. That was our Mike Fields man on the field, Bryant Whaley, uh, with that call. Uh, snap was low initially, Tim, and uh, uh, Kyle's did all he could do was cover it up there and going to lose a yard on the play. It's going to bring up. Second and about 18 yards to get to the line of game. Can't make a mistake down here. As, no. as I said, we've already seen it happen and go Hanley's way. Can't give it back to him here. You just want to protect the football. Give yourself room to punt, really. Kyle's looking for Maje Williams out here in the flats. Uh, throwing the ball out of the end zone. Not able to connect with him. Going to bring up third down. And that's not a bad play call, I don't think. I mean, you're rolling out the quarterback. You know Kyles can move. You know he knows how to handle pressure, even if with his feet in the end zone. Gets rid of the football in a place where nobody can get it unless it's its own guy. Safe play call. Didn't didn't work out for Hanley, but not a high-risk call there. Yeah. Both quarterbacks coming off field look like Ty Fenton are trying to check back in. Uh, they changed personnel packages and uh, – uh, Looks like we're going to go out of the wild tiger. Going to be under 10 seconds on the play clock. Going to have to get this thing off. 
Tay Meadows calling for the snap. He's going to take the direct snap out of the end zone, going to advance the ball up the field, and uh, nothing doing there. Uh, the volunteer defense sniffed that out from the get-go. And that's the that's the safe call there. You, you just do a direct snap. You don't even risk a handoff in your own end zone. And Third down. Meadows still down on the turf. Going to have a timeout on the field. We'll take one with them. 349 left here in the third quarter. The Tigers leading 16 to 14. You're listening to Hanley Tiger Football on iSchoolSports.com. Are you looking for skilled physical therapy? If so, look no further than Elite Rehab. Locally owned and operated by doctorate-level physical therapists, Elite Rehab customizes each treatment to you so that you get the best outcome available for any condition that you're rehabilitating. We're currently located in Roanoke, Alabama, but very soon we'll be opening a new clinic in Wedowie, Alabama, right next to Sweet Things Bakery. For more information, check us out online at EliteRehabPT.com. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount to those 55 and older with certain restrictions. A full deli at all locations. The meat department with a full-time butcher available for freshly cut meat. Be sure to look for the Pick 5 for just $19.99. If you don't have the WM Grocery app, download it to your smart device today and make shopping easy. WM Grocery with four locations open seven days a week. WM Grocery, Heflin, Piedmont, Dowie, and Roanoke. And back here at Volunteer Stadium, 349 left here in the third quarter. The Tigers leading 16 to 14. That was Tay Meadows that was down on the play, but he is up, coming off to the sideline under his own power team, and that's a good sign to see. It looks like we may be sending the punt team on the field. Yeah, and just to describe Meadows, a little bit of a limp, but not a heavy limp. You see guys get hurt, they got to get carried off, or they're not putting any weight on, on one of those legs. He's walking on both feet. Uh, just slightly gingerly, so no speculation on what that injury might be, but uh, not a heavy limp for Meadows coming off the field. Ty Fenton are going to be doing the punting here for the Hanley. Clay Yates along with uh, eight Wentzel deep for the Volunteers. Good punt by Fettner. Going to be take a Hanley bounce. Going to be down, looks like at the 36-yard line. That's where the Volunteers will set up shop. We'll Stay here. You want to stay here, Lon? Yeah. We'll stay here then. 331 left in the third quarter. And uh, that's where the, the volunteers will set up shop there, Tim. Going to have great field position here. Yeah, I mean, you know, they've they played this field position game to perfection over the last couple of possessions. They got backed up on a fourth and long, decided to punt it, get the three and out. And now they're pretty much right back where they started uh, when they decided to punt. So first and 10 for the volunteers. And the only thing they've lost is a couple of minutes off the clock. Yeah. Hanley defense has got to come up big here uh, to stop this volunteer offense and uh, try to get the ball back and see if we can't get something going offensively here in this second half. Gates going to take the snap handoff to Heflin right up the middle, and he's going to be brought down after maybe a yard gain. Uh, just not much doing there uh, in the middle of that Hanley defense. And we've seen them use that first down run up the middle. They get a short game. They're going to set the, set up something else with that play. It's it's uh, it's almost like a pitcher throwing a fastball, fastball changeup, trying to get the defense find where the weakness is and throw them off guard. Exactly. Going to operate out of the gun. Going to have a wing, single wing to the right side. Heflin going to take the direct snap. Lead blocking by Clay Yates. He's going to take it off tackle over on the far side of the field. Hard to see where the ball yeah. is going to be spotted there. I can't tell. Looks like he got about four. Yeah, going to be about the 30-yard line. It's going to ring up third down. 
and four here for the Volunteers. First time we've seen that, I think the, the direct snap to the running back, Yates was not in on that play, or at least was not in the backfield. And uh, an effective play. I mean, they got a, a good positive gain on it. Going to be operating out of the same formation. Twin receivers to the far side. Yates going to take the snap, call his own number off the right mm -hmm. side, and he's going to be forced out of the bounds over on the far side of the field. But going to have enough yardage for the first down on the carry. And that was basically the same play, just different personnel. The one before, they, they snapped it to the running back. Yates back in there at quarterback. He takes the snap and runs almost the exact same path uh, that Heflin took on the previous play. Might have could have had a holding call there, but yeah. Ball going to be spotted at the Hanley 20. McLemore going to be the lone back flanking Clay Yates. Twin receivers here to the near side of the field. Simmons along with the yeah. back in motion. McLemore off. Left tackle for the carry. Going to get the ball up to about the nine-yard line. Yeah, McLemore showed some, some elusiveness, a little bit of uh, nimbleness there on his feet. He hurdled a defender, got out into some open space on the left side this time. They've been pounding middle right, middle right, middle right pretty much all night. They come back to the left side and found something there to get the first down. Going to be first and goal from the nine-yard line. Going to have Simmons along with Bryant, 41 in motion. Heflin going to take the direct snap, nothing doing to the near side of the field. Touchdown. He's going to reverse field, take it in for the touchdown. Uh, hole kind of closed up over the right side where the play was initially designed to go. Heflin reverse field. We had nobody in containment on the backside, Tim, able to take it in for the score. Yeah, Amaje Williams got a hand on him in the backfield, had him by the ankles, but Heflin was able to shake Williams off. And that was the last hope for Hanley to stop him there. Once he changed direction, like Chris said, nobody on the backside. Heflin walked in. Clay Yates going to be doing point after try for the Volunteers. Why did they not start the play clock? <laughs> They're going to go for two. Yeah, but you still don't hold up the game for that. <laughs> Gates going to operate out of the shotgun, be flanked by Heflin. Going to call for the snap, going to roll to the far side of the field, looking for a receiver down the field. Going to be tipped at the line of scrimmage. Going to be that no good. Tipped around, batted yeah, around twice. Yeah. It looks like Yates never had a good grip on the ball, not able to convert on a two-point conversion. Uh, 129 left here in the third quarter. The Volunteers take the lead, 20-16 to 16, over the Tigers. We'll be back right after this. Looking for a caregiver after a recent hospitalization? Short-term stays are available for all ages at Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community, offering independent living in spacious one- and two-bedroom suites with call button for assistance, three dietitian-approved meals served daily, and 24-hour monitoring from the caring and trained staff. Visit trailerhealth.com for more information. And back here at Volunteer Stadium, 129 left here in the third quarter. The Volunteers have just taken the lead 
over our Hanley Tigers, 20 to 16. Uh, and Tim, uh, you know, uh, the Volunteers took advantage of a short field, as, as we talked about earlier, and uh, they made us pay on that particular possession. Yeah, and that's why you play that field position game, right? I mean, you 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 play it safe. You punt when you're in plus territory. You pin them back. You get it back right right where you were, and then drive the length of the field. Uh, you know, all plays on the ground, and uh, good execution by Central. And Hanley's got to come up with an answer. Quade Lewis going to field the kick at about the 25-yard line. He's trying to find a crease there. Not going to be able to go anywhere. Good uh, coverage by the Volunteers' kick team. And uh, that's where Hanley will set up shop it at their own 25-yard line. Here with 117 left in the third quarter. And let's see. Is Tay Meadows Haynes, back in the game? Or? Haynes is back here. Okay. And Hanley fans know, even though Tay Meadows is out, he's had a great game. There's not much of a drop-off with Jay Haynes back there. So this offense should not suffer very much at all with the change of personnel. Hopefully Haynes can start putting together a good night for himself as well. Fedner's going to take the snap out of the shotgun. He's going to hand off to Haynes. Right up the middle, Haynes finds space, gets into second level, brings it to the near side of the field, and he's going to get the ball out to about the 42-yard line and pick up a first bank. First down. Some things change, but not at First Bank, where quality service remains the same. You'll like banking with us. First Bank in Roanoke, next to Burger King, member FDIC. Right right on cue, Jay Haynes takes the first carry, gets a big gain out of it. And, uh, you know, part of that, too, is fresh legs. Haynes has obviously been on the field. He plays different positions in this offense and defense as well. But he hasn't been taking the beating that, that Tay Meadows has as the primary running back. He gets that first carry and breaks off a big one. Yeah, ball's going to be spotted at the Tiger 43-yard line. Better going to take the snap. He's going to hand off to Haynes over the left side. Haynes is going to bull his way forward for about two yards on the first down carry. And, and Tate Meadows is over here on the sideline going through a few drills, checking his ankle. Uh, it didn't look like he was pulling up when he was moving. And that's good news. Certainly you want both of those guys available. And and in the bigger picture, you want Tay Meadows to be healthy. That's right. Second down in eight. Fettner looking for the snap. He's going to fake the handoff to Jay Haynes. He's going to roll out to the far side of the field. He's going to be under pressure. And he's going down uh, behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, near the 38-yard line. Not what you wanted to see. And that's going to be the end of, of our third quarter. Our third quarter was brought to, in part to you by OK Tire Store. Auto service tires for any budget. Highway 431 in Roanoke. That's OK Tire Store. We'll step away and we'll be back right back with you for the fourth quarter. Your volunteer, The volunteers leading the Hanley Tigers 20-16. to 16. Come into a family-friendly atmosphere at Lowry Drugs and Gifts, a full-service pharmacy offering unique, fun, and memorable gift items, women's and children's clothing, even a bridal registry. You will find a pharmacist eager to share their expert knowledge, and if your doctor prescribes a medicine that your insurance won't pay for, they will gladly offer you a covered equivalent. For your convenience, a covered drive through is also offered. Lowry Drugs and Gifts, 3705 Highway 431, Roanoke, Alabama, 863-6337. Main Street Animal Hospital in Roanoke, a small animal hospital providing vaccinations, wellness exams, digital radiology, an on-site pharmacy and lab, dental cleanings, and specified surgical procedures. We take care of your babies as our own. The fur-friendly staff is here to provide the best care possible. Drop-off service is available. 
Visit our website at MainStreetAH.com or download our app, Main Street Animal Hospital, phone number 334-863-7111, located at 307 Main Street, Roanoke, Alabama. At M.L. Aubrey in Roanoke, we have been in business in the same location since 1909 when my great-granddaddy first opened. Shopping locally is nothing new to us. At M.L. Aubrey, we are having our Christmas open house on November 6th from 8 until 5. All Christmas decor, remaining fall merchandise, and everything in the Santa shack will be discounted. And we'll have lots of refreshments and samples of our Amish jams and jellies, our new Alabama peanuts, Alabama sunshine, and Captain Rodney's. Make your plans for November 6th. Open house at M.L. Aubrey, Main Street, beautiful downtown Roanoke. Tonight's fourth quarter is brought to you by Roger Bell Auto Brokers, the premier used car dealer in Roanoke. We have a great selection of used cars, used trucks, and used SUVs. Call Roger Bell in Roanoke. Ty Fettner going to be operating out of the shotgun, going to take the snap, going to step back, look for a receiver down the field. He's going to call his own number. Nothing doing down the field, nowhere to go. Going to tuck it down, bring the ball out to about the 42-yard uh, line, Tim. Yeah, and that sack just before the end of the quarter, that really got the, the sideline pumping over there for Clay Central. The fans, uh, I said the, the stands over there are sparsely populated, but they're getting pretty loud and excited for their Central Volunteers and Hanley now having to punt. Yeah, going to bring up fourth down. Uh, going to have to punt, uh, see if we can pin them deep here and play defense, play good defense. Deep four. The Volunteers are going to be number 15, Clay Yates, along with number eight, uh, Christopher Wenzel. Batner gets the decent punt off. Going to be Yates acting like he was going to field. It's going to take a good handly bounce. Ball's going to be down to about the 14-yard line uh, where the Volunteers uh, will set up shop here with 11, 11 left in the ball game. You going to stay here, Lon? Yeah, we'll stick with it. Uh, got 11, uh, 11 minutes, 11 seconds left in uh, the ball game. The Volunteers leading 20 to 16 over our Hanley Tigers. Ball is going to be spotted at the Volunteer 14-yard uh, line. And it's starting to feel like Hanley's been on defense pretty much this whole half. I mean, yes. if you if you look at time of possession, the opening possession for Central, which ended in a punt, but it ate up about seven minutes off the clock. Hanley has not had a first down or had not had many first downs in this half and have not had possession very long. Yates going to hand off to Heflin over the left side. He's going to break some tackles, going to get out in the second level. He's going to be on the plus side of the 50. Jordan West trying to track him down, able to get him bottled up finally uh, at the Tiger 20-yard line, but not after he rattled off a tremendous run there, Tim. And I wonder if that is now the fatigue of the Hanley defense. Is that something that comes into play on a play like that? It looked like they had him bottled up near the line of scrimmage, not able to bring him down to the ground. Suddenly he bursts out of there and uh, puts together about a 60-yard gain. Yeah, had him bottled up there. Should have brought him down. Uh, uh, just a poor tackling there. Could be fatigue setting in. Yates going to be flanked by McLemore. Going to have a false start there by the volunteer offensive front. That's going to back them up five. Ball be spotted at the 29 of the Tigers. Well, start doing the math. A touchdown here makes this, at minimum, a 10-point game. 
Hanley right now, a victory would be to force a field goal or, or less. Yeah. Got to try to keep him out of the end zone. Got to dig deep here. Yates going to hand off to McLemore over the left side, and he's going to be hit right at the line of scrimmage. Not able to McLemore still on his feet. And uh, finally, finally get him down. But uh, he drug several Hanley defenders three or four yards up the field, Tim. Yeah, and this is sort of a, the, the surge of adrenaline that uh, Central is feeling. You, as I mentioned, there's just some excitement that's come into play, some emotion that's come into play over the last six or seven plays. And uh, you see it there with, with McLemore just sort of refusing to go down. Going to bring up second and ten here. Yates out of the shotgun, be flanked by McLemore. Going to roll out to the left side of the field. Going to be hit by Maje Williams initially. Finally brought down by Quade Lewis on the far side of the field. Going to lose about two yards on the carry. Well, Yates kept that alive as long as he could. The play never really looked like it was ever going anywhere. He was under pressure from the get-go. And finally, they brought him down behind the line of scrimmage. Sets up a third and long. Perfect situation for this Hanley defense. See if they can close the deal here and keep him out of the end zone but we've seen it on several Thursdays downs here that uh, we've had uh, an Achilles heel, a penalty here, a penalty there to extend the drives of the Volunteers, and uh, hopefully Hanley can, uh, can, can get off the field here on third down. Because it will be a decision if they don't make this field goal to go for it. Going to hand off to Heflin up the middle, and he's going to be stopped uh, there by the Hanley defense to Mario Phillips. Uh, Braxton Morton going to bring him down, going to bring up fourth yep. down. Ball going to be spotted at the 21-yard line. Going for the field goal. It'll be the second time they've lined up for a field goal, Chris. And, the, you know, we know what happened the first time. <coughs> Wet ball, uh, bobbled snap. They weren't able to even get the kick off the first time. But I can tell you this, Yates uh, is capable. He kicked a 48-yarder a earlier this season. Uh, the distance is not going to be the issue. Obviously, the accuracy will be, and whether they can execute the snap and hold. Kick is up. Kick's going to be good. With 7.58 left here in the ball game, the Volunteers are going to take uh, extend their lead, 23-16 over the Hanley Tigers. We're going to step away. We'll be back right after this. These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in-person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. And back here at Volunteer Stadium, 7.58 left here in the ball game. Uh, the Volunteers have extended their lead uh, 23-16 over our Hanley Tigers. And uh, 
Tim, uh, that last uh, set of downs, you know, that basically a win there for the Volunteers, um, you know, able to get uh, more points on the board. And, uh, uh, of course, uh, our Hanley defense did hold them out of the end zone. Uh, but uh, big offensive series here uh, for the Tigers. Yeah, hold them to the field goal, makes the math work. It's 23-16, a seven-point deficit now for Hanley. And really, uh, uh, baby steps for Hanley when they get this ball on offense. They need to be able to put some first downs together, start to generate some momentum when they have the ball in their hands. Ball's going to be fielded by number eight, uh, Corin Henry. He's going to bring the ball out to about the 32-yard line where Hanley was set up shot with 7.50 left here in the ball game. And uh, big offensive series here, Tim, as you said. Uh, need to just uh, build a drive, sustain it, protect the ball, move it down the field, eat some time off the clock, see if we can't uh, uh, get a score here. Yeah, but, Hanley hasn't scored yet this half. You know, they were up 16 to 14 at the half. They haven't had the ball much. Let's see if they can establish some offensive uh, rhythm here with this possession. Handoff from Fettner to Haynes. Haynes off the left side. Not much doing. They're going to pick up about a yard uh, over the left side. Ball going to be spotted at the 33-yard line of Hanley. Jay Haynes going to be your running back. <clears throat> Jordan West going to be the lone receiver to the far side of the formation. Now Quade Lewis will join him there. Maurice Cameron to the near side. Aiden O'Neill going to be your wing back here to the near side of the formation. Hanley working from our right to our left. Fender going to take the snap, going to hand off to Haynes over the right side. Going to pick up some blocks, going to get in the second level. Haynes going to take it across the 50, out to about the 35-yard line of the Volunteers where he'll pick up a first bank, first down. Just a great effort there by Jay Haynes. Uh, running off tackle there, finding space, and uh, moving the chains. Another big run by Jay Haynes. He scored it through. It wasn't much space there, but <laughs> he found a little tiny gap, and that was enough. Once he got through the first wave of defenders, he got into the open field, got down the field, and now he's flipped it and put Hanley on plus territory. Ball going to be spotted at the volunteer 35-yard line. Going to have double wing backs in O'Neill and Williams. Handoff to Jay Haynes over the right side, getting behind those lead blockers. Going to pick up about five yards on the first down carry. Just a hard-nosed run there uh, by Haynes. And he's not a burner. He's not a guy that's going to pull away from you and just flash elite speed. But he, he's fast enough, and he's strong, and he's quick. We saw it on that run, just a five-yard gain. But he was sort of waiting patiently behind that line, waiting for the gap to open up. As soon as it did, he put his foot in the ground and went ahead and surged ahead for a nice game. Going to stick with the same personnel. Double wings in Williams and O'Neal. Haynes going to be the lone back. Fettner going to take the snap from the shotgun. He's going to hand off to Haynes. Going to have a volunteer shooting through there. Going to trip him up, but uh, he's going to pick up about, about three yards on the carry, just falling forward. So that puts him in a good situation. Third and short. And obviously four down territory. Hanley does not have the, the field goal kicker and a field goal doesn't really help him anyway. So couple couple of plays to get a couple of yards. Let's see what Hanley comes up with. Gonna operate out of the eye formation. Williams, O'Neill, lead blocking. Haynes the lone back. Better Everybody in the box sweep. on that one. Haynes gonna advance the ball Ooh. upfield and he's gonna be hit. 
uh, behind the, or right at the line of scrimmage, uh, not going to get to the line of game. That was a loaded up box, nine, maybe ten guys that were all up there waiting for that play, and he had absolutely no room to run. Stretch it out there a little bit more. Yeah. That, that, that huge, situation. Huge down here. Got to move the chains. Fourth and one here for the Tigers. Ball is going to be spotted at the Volunteer 27-yard line. Going to stick with the same personnel, Williams and O'Neill. The backs on the right side. Going to hand off to Jay Haynes over the right side. And he's going to get – he's going to be close to the line of game. Brian, yeah. can you tell where – he got the spot. I think he got it. It's close. Haynes went outside to the right the and was dragged down near the sideline. Depends on the spot, I guess, here. Yeah, they're going to call He's him calling, over. calling for the, the measurement the white hat is. Well, you don't need us to tell you that this is a huge measurement. Coach Strange's not happy with the spot either. Nah, well. Well, it's on the far side of the field along the clay sideline. So, um, Brian, can you tell exactly where they got the spot? Can you get behind it and tell? I'm, it's close. I'll try. Well, that's going to be short. Yeah. Uh, well. They got a flag. Well, obviously the reaction from Central tells you they're short, but a flag came out. Somebody on our team said something. Or it might be a sideline warning. Could be a side, yeah. No. See what the white hat, see if we can locate him. Gonna be a personal foul on us, I guarantee you. No, it is sideline warning against play. I don't, even, I don't even understand that flag. But uh, <laughs> not going to get to the line again. Going to turn the ball over on downs here. 437 left in the ball game. No, he uh, did call unsportsmanlike against the Tigers. Somebody said something to that referee. Said something when they. Well, and nonetheless, gonna, the ball is going to be spotted uh, at the Tiger 41-yard line after the turnover on downs and the penalty. And that's not what we needed to happen there. We need to convert uh, and get a new set of downs. Not able to do it there, Tim. Well, yeah, the situation certainly has changed. Obviously, if you get that first down, the drive continues, and Hanley's in a position to score. But all is not lost here. Hanley with three timeouts, 437 left on the clock. Central at about the 40-yard line. If Hanley can come up with a quick stop, get the ball back, they'll have a chance to score and at least tie this game. Going to operate out of the wishbone. Going to hand off to Heflin. Up the middle, nothing doing. Handley defense stiffens there, brings him down uh, at the line of scrimmage. And a good start to this drive for Handley defensively. Yeah, got to dig deep here, 422 uh, left in the ball game and uh, got to come up with a stop. Somebody's got to make a play here, Tim, uh, get this ball back in the Handley offense's hands. And this situation tests your mental toughness too. You know, you just had a very discouraging moment. You know, you possibly had a player vent that discouragement and, and draw a penalty for it. All of that has got to be water under the bridge right now. You still have an opportunity to win this game if you're the Hanley Tigers. Volunteers will operate out of the bone. Yates going to take the snap handoff to McNeil over the right side, and he's going to burst his way through 
that front going to pick up about eight yards on the carry. Yeah, it looked like a little bit of an overcommitment defensively up the middle by that defensive front by Hanley. They were stacked up in the box and anticipating the run up the middle. Some guys surged through there, but there was nobody left to defend on the edge, and that's where the run went, and it turned into a good game. Yeah, third and one here for the Volunteers. Ball spotted at their own 49-yard line. And expect more of the same. They're going to ground and pound here. Probably going to come out in the bone again. McLemore, your fullback. McNeil and Heflin, the halfbacks, hand off to McNeil over the right side. He didn't get it. He's going to be hit. Going to lose about a yard. Going to lose yard on the play. Good job by the Hanley defense uh, up front. Brian Joyner going to be the first Tiger there. And now a decision. Fourth and short. They got about a yard to go to get it. They didn't lose a yard, though. No, he didn't. They're going to let this play clock run down before they do anything. I guarantee you that. Timeout, probably. So, Hanley's done its job so far. They've forced the decision. Central probably going to let this clock run down and, and call timeout. Yeah, going to be around two minutes, 20 Three seconds left on the game clock. Going to have a timeout by the Volunteers. We'll take one with them. The Volunteers on top, 23-16 with 2.23 left in the ball game. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on the light. We switch the TV channels. Some of us even switch partners while square dancing. Well, maybe that's a stretch. But what's not a stretch is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, State Farm agent Ken Seifert, right here in Roanoke, can switch you over so you can start saving today. Ken and his team are ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood. With Ken Seifert, it's easy to switch and save. Just give him a call. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. WM Grocery with four locations serving East Alabama. A full daily open seven days a week. Be sure to download the WM Grocery app from the App Store or Google Play. Download and save today with the WM Grocery app where the deals of the week are included. Make your shopping list and earn points for even more savings. Every Tuesday is Senior Day featuring 10% off for seniors. Watch out for Monday Madness and Friday Flash. Make shopping easy at WM Grocery, Heflin, Piedmont, Roanoke, and Weedowie. And back here at Volunteer Stadium on the campus of uh, Clay Central High School, 223 left here in the ball game. Volunteers on top, 23 to 16. Uh, big fourth down here uh, for the Volunteers. Uh, the Volunteers took a timeout, and we'll see what uh, Coach Horn decided to do. Looks like his offense is still on the field. And in, first things first, if you're Hanley defensively, don't jump off sides. You can't fall for that. Volunteers will operate out of the wishbone. McLemore, McNeil, and Heflin, the backs, going to hand off to McNeil over the right side, and he's going to get to the line again and pick up the first down, going to get the ball into plus uh, side of the 50 as well. Well, during the break, we were discussing the merits of, of, of Central punting the ball there and putting the pressure on Hanley to go the distance of the field. Horn goes the other way, puts it on his offense to say get the first down, keep the possession, and maybe put him in a position to run the clock out and they do it. They get that first down, the short yardage. Go for it. Get the first down, and now Hanley's in trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they can just grind it out here, uh, protect the ball, and probably uh, go to the house with this thing. And they're going to eat every second off that clock before they. Four Yates calls for the snap. 
Still three timeouts left for Hanley, though. Ball's on the ground. Yates going to pick it up, try to do something with it, but he's brought down. Uh, that like to have been a uh, disaster, like to have been the break that the Tigers needed, not able to capitalize. Going to lose about a yard on the play. And Hanley does call timeout. Lon, you want to stick yeah, here? Yeah, we'll going? step away for right, just a moment. We're going to step away. 132 left in the ball game. Volunteers on top, 23-16. to 16. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or set up an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. They're located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540 in Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA slash SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated, and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. All right, we're back here at Volunteer Stadium, 132 left in the ball game. Volunteers on top, 23 to 16. They have possession of the ball. Uh, ball's going to be spotted at uh, the Tiger 49-yard line. The second and 11 here. Two timeouts left for Hanley. Another first down for Central, and the ball game is over. Hanley's got to get get them get them stopped. Call these timeouts and make them punt. Yates going to take the snap, hand off to McNeil over the right side. He's going to bull his way forward for about about five yards on the play. Going to have timeout again by Hanley. We're going to stay here with you. 125 left in the ball game. Of course, the Volunteers on top here, and uh, uh, just needing something to happen, Tim. I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, try to get the force. We're almost able to capitalize. Yates bobbled the snap. He's able to recover it and uh, get the ball upfield. But uh, need a miracle here to happen. Well, minute 25 left. The play, that play took about seven seconds off the clock. So you count one more play, one more timeout. Then they'll have a decision to make to either go forward on fourth down, depending on the outcome of the third down play, or if they punt it away. You know, perfect situation. Hannah is going to get the ball back with about a minute and ten seconds left, give or take. And so that being the case, depending on where they are, you know, the, the ace in the hole here is Cannon Kyles. You've got a quarterback that can throw the ball a long way down the field. It's still a long shot. Yeah, uh, you know, but, but you got a chance. But it's a chance, a chance, and it's and it's. And a, we, we we see we've seen what kind of spark he can bring. Uh, we did against Aniston. Came in, we were down, and uh, he he pushed the ball down the field 40, 50 yards on a throw on the run, and uh, made some things happen. So hopefully we can get the ball back here. Like you said, we're roughly a little over a minute, minute ten left on the clock, and uh, see what the the offense can do. Provided we can stop the, the volunteer offense. This is the here. big play right here. Third down and about eight. Yates going to take the snap, going to toss it to McNeil off the right side. He's going to be forced out of bounds around the 42-yard line, going to be short of the line of gain. He's going to bring up fourth down uh, for the volunteers. Well, he went out of bounds, too, and I think that will save Hanley a timeout. Yep. Yeah. So that's a, that's a break for Hanley. Going to bring up fourth and three here. Ball spotted at the 40. PA announcer. Shaved the yard off for him. 
Yeah, he's trying to inch him towards that line again. It's going to be three yards, fourth and three here. Well, this is this is your ball game. If they yep. make it, it's over. Yates. Toss sweep to McNeil off the right side. Well, he might have gotten it. It's going to be close. Bryant, can you tell from your vantage point? We're right here. We're looking. Depends on the spot. <laughs> Larry Strange. You don't want to say him. don't. Depends on the spot. Coach Strain was down there pointing, trying to help him put it in the right spot that would be advantageous to Hanley. But we'll see. I think we got a good chance. Well, and you know, Coach Horn, he knows the event. Run it towards his boundary, towards his sideline, hoping he'll get the better spot. Yeah. And uh, you know, it worked for him earlier when they stopped us on on fourth down. So we'll see how the spot goes here. It's Hanley ball. ball. Going to be short. Going to be turnover on downs. Tim, you hit the nail on the head. Got a minute 11 left. Able to save the timeout because McNeil was forced out of bounds over there earlier on the third down play. And uh, uh, Hanley's got a chance here. And decent field position. They're at their own 39-yard line. This is not out of the realm of possibility here. Now, if you scored a touchdown, is he going for two? Probably. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I mean, we've yeah. seen that. You know, uh, they don't want to be out here yeah. playing overtime. That's you know, they're not going to play for that. I don't think. But gonna have Jamariquai Lewis checking in the ball game for the first time. Yeah, hadn't seen him tonight. New was dressed, but uh, he's going to check in. Going to be here on the near side with Maurice Cameron. Fetner's going to be your quarterback. He's going to take the snap. He's going to hand off to Jay Haynes, and he's going to be hit. Behind the line of scrimmage, going to lose about two yards. Now you got to take the time on the out. play. Going to have a timeout taken by Hanley. Lon, you going to stay here with it, or we're going to step away? Let's step aside. Going to step aside. Got 57 seconds left here in the ball game. Welburn Cabinet in Clay County is growing. Multiple career opportunities are available with Welburn Cabinet, looking to employ over 150 more people. Welburn has been family-owned and operated since 1961. Very competitive pay based on experience and skills. Benefits include Blue Cross Blue Shield medical and dental insurance, short-term disability, 401k, paid vacations, and make sure to ask about our sign-on bonus. Join the Welburn Cabinet team today. Visit our website at welburn.com for more info. At Roanoke Gates Home Center, they love helping you with your projects. They're a full line, full. And we're back here at Volunteer Stadium. Uh, one minute left in the ball game. Uh, first down play was lost yardage on the first down play, Tim. We were talking about, uh, didn't quite understand, going to make a change at quarterback here on second down. Cannon Kyle is going to be your quarterback. Back at the 36 yard line. Kyle's going to take the snap. He's going to drop back, be looking downfield for a receiver. He's going to unload. Going to be a wobbly pass. Yeah. Oh, he called it incomplete. Yeah, incomplete, incomplete. Incomplete. Incomplete pass. Woo. Looked like Kyle's didn't have a good grip on the ball as he delivered it down the field, and it just kind of hung up in the air, Tim. Clay Yates made a play on it, but it, uh, fortunately it hit the turf uh, before he was able to secure the interception. Uh, 
trying to hit one of his receivers down the field, just didn't have a good grip on the ball. Yeah, that, that wasn't a duck. That was a helicopter. Yeah. That, that thing was not <laughs> flying very well through yeah. the air. And fortunate, very fortunate yeah. that that was not an interception. Going to bring up third down in 12 here with 50 seconds left in the ball game. Kyle's going to take the snap out of the shotgun, going to roll to the near side of the field, looking for Quark. Jamiroquai Lewis, he's going to secure the catch, going to be forced out of bounds at the 43-yard line. It's going to bring up fourth down. And about six yards to get to the line of game. Well, got to get a first down here. Kyle's going to be in at quarterback, going to have – Treadwell 17 along with Jordan West 14 on the far side. Receivers in Cameron and Jamiroquai Lewis here to the near side. Jay Haynes, the lone back. Lewis going in motion. Kyle's going to take the snap, going to roll out to the far side, looking downfield for Treadwell. Going to be tipped, picked off by Elisha McNeil, and he's going to take it down the sideline. He's going to take it into the end zone uh, for the pick six. With 29 seconds left here in the ball game. Hit Treadwell in the hands. Just couldn't secure the catch. Pass was on the money. Would have been a first down. Treadwell just couldn't couldn't squeeze it. And it popped up in the air right into the hands of the defender. And he knew what to do with it. Took it all the way to the house. Yeah. Just couldn't get anything going here in the second Mm -hmm. half offensively, Tim. Defensively played well, you know, and uh, well, time but, uh, of possession. I yeah. mean, I would love to see that number. It's got to be three quarter then. Yeah, I mean, Central had the ball almost the entire second half. Hanley not able to generate any sort of rhythm or momentum offensively. Good lord! And it shows on the scoreboard, as we said. You know, halftime Hanley was up 16 to 14. They have not put a point up on the board in these final two quarters. And a credit to the central defense. I mean, give them yeah. give them some, some respect in that regard as well. They were able to take care of business and keep that Hanley def- offense in check. Yeah, exactly. It's a couple of our playmakers have not been on the field for the majority of the second half. Quade Lewis was not in there on that last offensive series. Don't know what's going on there along with Tay Meadows. But uh, the extra point attempt by Yates is going to be good. Volunteers going to lead the ball game. Uh, 30 to 16 over our Hanley Tigers with 27 seconds uh, left in the ball game. Lana, we, we need to step away and uh, finish up on our, our sponsorship. We'll be back with the remainder of the ball game right after this. At Roanoke Gates Home Center, they love helping you with your projects. They're a full-line, full-service home center, and they hate to say no. In addition to the products they have for sale, they offer a whole list of services that include power equipment repair, key cutting, computer paint matching. They cut glass, chain, rope, wire, and lumber. They deliver, and they give free estimates. And if they don't have what you need on the floor, they'll get it for you promptly. And remember their low price guarantee. When you want a different level of service, go to Roanoke Gates Home Center, Highway 431 Bypass South. And back here at Volunteer Stadium, 29 seconds left in the ball game. Volunteers on top, 30 to 16 over our Hanley Tigers. Run it back, onside kick, <laughs> hail mary, yeah. go for two, win the ball game. Ball game. Yeah. <laughs> piece, piece of cake. Yeah. It's, it's just you draw you draw it up, right? That's right. Yeah. But like we talked about before, we went to break, Tim. Our Hanley Tigers have just been 
offensively been stifled here in the second half. Didn't have many opportunities, and when they did, didn't take advantage of those opportunities. Defensively, <laughs> I think we played well enough to win, played winning football yeah. in the second half yeah. uh, defensively. What? Just offensively not able to get anything going. Well, uh, there was a penalty somewhere. Yeah, because they're moving them up. They're going to kick it off from the 45 on the plus side. We had an unsportsmanlike after the extra point. That's our Mike Fields man on the field, Bryant Whaley, brought to you by Mike Fields Body Shop, 123 Industrial Avenue. Phone number 863-2702. Yates with a kick. It's going to be fielded by Cameron. He's going to advance the ball upfield. He's going to find a crease there. Picked up some blocks. Brings it out to about the 24-yard line. Our fourth quarter has been brought to you by Roger Bell Auto Brokers in Ronald. Roger Bell has been in, has over 40 years in the automotive industry. So if you can, are looking for a premier used car, truck, or SUV, call Roger Bell Auto Brokers, 334-863-2355. Cannon Kyle is going to be your quarterback, Jay Haynes, running back. Jordan West on the far side of the formation. Kyle's looking downfield. He's under pressure. Going to throw the ball. Going to be caught by Jordan West. Going to have the yardage for the first bank first down out near the 41-42 yard line. 12 seconds left here on the play clock. Or on the game clock, rather. They may not get this final playoff. We'll see. Kyle's with the snap. Going to roll out here to the near side of the field, looking to go downfield. <laughs> Just throws it up, and that's going to be the ball game here, folks. Uh, Volunteers going to get away with a win, 30, 30 to 16 over our Hanley Tigers. Uh, let's just – we got any more no, asked? We're good. We're good. Let's just wrap it up right here, Tim. Let me get let me, out of this weather. Let me remind everybody, next week, video starts on NFHS. You'll have to go there. Uh, you can go to our website. When you click on Hanley Video, it'll take you to the right place. So uh, just want to remind everybody. Yeah, just go to iSchoolSportsNetwork.com, log on, and, and click, the, click the links. The video will come from the NF, NFHSP. Yeah, Tigers are going to have to put this one behind them, Tim, quick. Got to get back to work uh, on Sunday. Get ready for the playoffs. Geneva coming to, to right field next Friday night to start uh, the first round, uh, to get started with the first round of the playoffs. So uh, got to put this loss behind him. It's heartbreaking. Uh, you know, hopefully they can learn from it and move forward. And something that will help them uh, in the playoffs. Hey, hey, Chris, I got Coach Strain. Coach Strain, tough loss. Your final thoughts of the game, sir, before heading into the playoffs. You sure you want me to tell you my final thoughts? <laughs> I don't think you need to, need to tell your final thoughts. But we just making too many mistakes, period. From, from every position is what it boils down to. And, you know, things that you work on, you work on. That comes down to being my fault. That's all it is. Thank you, Coach. And that's our Mike Fields, man on the field, Bryant Whaley with uh, Coach Strain. He, you can tell the frustration in yeah. his voice. Uh, and of course, he's man enough. He said, it's on me. I'm the head coach. I'm the leader of this team, and we're not getting it done like it needs to be done. And, uh, you know, he's not, he's not stepping away from his responsibility, and I know they'll go back to work um, on Sunday and uh, put forth a great effort in practice to get ready for the playoffs, Tim. Yeah, I mean, and that's the good thing about high school football, right? I mean, the, the regular season is over. Hanley's still a number one seed. 
Hanley's still got everything in front of them as far as what they want to accomplish out of the season. This moment is, is no fun right now, losing to a rival. But like you said, Chris, they can set this aside, put it away, forget about it. You can deal with this next year. Right now it's playoff time, and it's time to go try to defend your state championship. And we'll have uh, all the action for you next Friday night from right field as your Hanley Tigers uh, take on Geneva. Geneva will make the long trip from down near the uh, the Florida-Alabama line, uh, about three or four-hour trip, but they'll come to right field. We need everybody to pack right field next Friday night to get this uh, playoff kicked off. So uh, uh, appreciate y'all being here with us tonight. Uh, not what we wanted uh, here in the wet weather and the rain, but uh, nonetheless, uh, the, the Volunteers are going to get away with a win here. But uh, the Tigers will regroup and we'll be ready to go next Friday night. I'm, I'll just say this. There's some things that we got to work on, yes, but there's some things that happened tonight that were positive uh, as far as how hard we played on the offensive line and, and, and opened some holes tonight and how hard Tay Meadows was able to run the ball tonight. Some things look good. First half offensively, defensively, I thought we did fairly, did really well. Second half offensive, we just couldn't get anything couldn't going. Get moving. But uh, yeah, they'll go. They'll regroup. That's what you got to do if you want to. If you want to make a run, you got to got to put this one aside and get ready to go. But uh, we'll have all the action. We'll be live on air around 6:19, next Friday night from uh, right field, and go to iSchoolSportsNetwork.com uh, or the Facebook page. I'm sure Adam will have something posted as to how to to get the video link if you want to go that route next Friday night. But if you can, we want you in a seat in right field next Friday mm-hmm. night uh, to get this playoffs started. But uh, for Tim Altork, Bryant Whaley, Lon Hurst, I'm Chris May, and we'll see you next Friday night at right field. This is Hanley Tiger Football. Tonight's broadcast has been powered by the Knowles Group. Fueled by Southern Union State Community College and brought to you in part by WM Grocery, State Farm Agent Ken Seifert, First Bank of Alabama, Trailer Retirement Community, Southwire, Meadows Farm Equipment, by First Bank, Good Guys Exterior, Main Street Animal Hospital, Bama Diesel, Emergency Medical Transport, Lowry Drugs and Gifts, Corner One, Farm Boys Sports Grill by Ray Bucks, Wellborn Cabinets, Ace Hardware, Quattlebaum Funeral Home, ECH Pharmacy, ML Aubrey's, Air Control, Randolph County Mobile Homes, Abanda Cafe, Russell Dewitt Center, Elite Rehab, Reliance Realty, Mike Fields Body Shop, Daniel Towing, OK Tire Store, Homestar Mortgage, the Lori Brown Team, Roger Bell Auto Brokers, Express Chicken and Fish, Tanner Medical Center, East Alabama, and the Car Clinic. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or retransmission of tonight's presentation in any form is strictly prohibited without the express written consent of the iSchool Sports Network and the Hanley High School Athletic Department. This is the iSchool Sports Network.